0: everybody and welcome to episode 221
1: of 40 going on 14. I am Mike. I am Patrick. I'm Joel. And I'm Josh and I'm pretty sure I need a new doctor. I mean it's awesome that I can call him in the middle of the night. It's a little weird that the only thing he ever prescribes is lime and coconut. (laughs) (laughs) Nice.
2: Your doctor is Harry Belafonte?
1: You're such a silly woman. (laughs)
0: So, yeah, so this week we are talking about (laughs) health issues, surgeries, all sorts (laughs) of (laughs) health and wellness. Yeah,
1: this one's going to get dark. (laughs) Health
0: and wellness or the lack thereof. No way. Uh, Just assume there's going to be a warning at the beginning of this show. This is the first time you've listened to this show. Don't.
1: Yeah, you just go back and listen to the fear show.
3: (laughs) Check out Peter Pan while you're at it.
0: So... Uh, well, better than hanging around doing
1: nothing. I'm trying to. If you like hanging around doing nothing, (laughs) Mike was frantically trying to get throw to me with something. There, you might like the shows on the Podcast Collective. I knew those other two assholes
0: weren't going to help.
1: (laughs) No hope for humanity. The Internet with Scott the Pool Boy. I am Salt Lake. The Dog Induced Show, and of course the Rad Dad Radio Hour.
4: (laughs) 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 Red Dad! Rad Dad.
2: But that's pretty much my motto on this show is I don't help. We've been over this. Yeah. You're not here to help and you're angry. Exactly.
0: At high. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Sometimes all at the same time. (laughs) Which is not easy. Not helping. Hi and
2: and he's angry.
0: Welcome to High and Angry. (laughs) The latest show from Joel. All right, yeah. If you're looking for older stuff, iTunes, Blueberry, Stitcher, Talkshoe, Podverse FM, Noon FM, and Geek Life Radio, noon on Saturdays, right after the Turnbuckle Throwbacks, I think.
4: <laughs> At least
0: we
1: used to be right after the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Yeah. Uh, what do they play on uh, weeks that we have a problem uploading? Uh, whatever show is still sitting in the in the queue. Oh, so like it's the rerun of the week? Yeah. Before. That is an altogether less interesting answer than I expected.
0: Um, It's nothing but sounds of people uh, self-stimulating horses.
2: (laughs) (laughs) How do you self-stimulate something else?
0: You just kind of encourage it, I guess.
2: (laughs) Just grab its hoof. (laughs) Hey,
3: uh, fun little uh, fun fact here. I just hopped onto the Geek Life Radio website. Uh Saturdays at noon. Is nothing.
1: <laughs> We're
2: <laughs> right on after nothing. Yeah.
3: So after our show ends,
2: at least it's an improvement.
3: After we end, the next show is Doctor Who Dark. That's on at six, followed by at eight, the Turnbuckle Throwbacks.
2: Hey, there they are. Hey. Is that a better at time the, slot or a worse one? After time that slot? is the Left Field Sports Lounge.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Absorbed. <laughs> uh, still funny.
1: I, I think the audio clips of us mentioning the left field sports lungs. Uh, left field sport. I still can't say it. Left field sports lungs. <laughs> Lurf spurred flurm Never mind. The joke is gone. No,
2: it's not. Do we um, have any listener feedback? It's a Cronenberg podcast. <laughs> Oh, my God, it's left field sports lounge.
4: Oh,
1: Why can't I say left field sports lounge?
2: <laughs> unless you're saying that you can't say it.
1: Oh, yeah, that came out right that time. Piano.
0: <laughs> what? What? I don't Is remember. I was never able to say piano unless Uki was able to, he could. Uki couldn't say wash, and I couldn't say piano correctly.
1: I don't never remember mind. Okay, I, I was, quarters. remember you said, quarters. Yeah, you yeah, said quarters.
0: Quarters. So any complaints on the audio or anybody call in say hey what No the no f-? listener feedback. Ah fuck. All right. Keep broadening.
2: We don't like them anyway. Say
0: something controversial,
2: Pat. I just did. We don't like our audience.
0: All right. No well, enough. now it's about that time. This week in
4: music, movies and TV and sports
0: so Joel picked the date this time around I'll have Joel explain it
3: <laughs> this weekend uh, the date we've chosen is August 21st 1996 the date that uh, HIPAA was enacted or as Pat put it in here belched forth
1: yeah I f- we should probably explain HIPAA for people at that- Aren't and have never been in the healthcare industry like you and I are familiar with it.
2: I'm um, in human. I know rec- what it is. Yeah. because my mom and my aunt ran a um, case healthcare man- health case management.
3: It's oh, the okay. he- Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act of 1996.
2: So there. Basically, it's about it's about um, protection of your privacy and not sharing mm-hmm. your medical information with people.
1: Right. right. Yes. So, without so, your permission. like we're going to give you all of our personal information, but no one else could.
2: <laughs> right. You'll so, also
1: find out in the course of the show why you shouldn't steal our identities. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I've always, I've never been worried about identity, you know, <laughs> identity theft. Because I'm like, if you can get something with this, and you can, you know, I can't get a credit card. So. A, someone
1: stole <laughs> Pat's identity, and like returned a, it two days later. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: hilarious. Like, hello, yes, I, I took this from you. I don't know why. <laughs> you can, you can have Dude. that back.
1: If you, his, if, you want, if
2: you want my identity, you can have all the warrants and all the debt and all the you know. No. He,
3: it's... Here, here's an, here's your identity back in twenty bucks. You need it more than I do. <laughs> uh, all I, right.
2: I stole my identity and his credit went down.
3: Metrics <laughs> <Netflix laughs> like Dobby <"W> is free. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, some music. The top songs are "Wannabe" by the Spice Girls, "Macarena" by Los Del Rio, and "How Bizarre" by OMC. Yes. Charming and timeless.
2: It's a, yeah, oh, yeah. a very 90s list of music.
3: I, I see some Monster Rancher in there, I think. Yeah,
0: back to the uh, Spice Girls thing.
3: Monsters if you, are. If you put in any of the other CDs, if you got like weird monsters.
1: I think if you did get a unique monster for Los Del Rio. Yeah.
2: I, I could be wrong on, on that. that. No one should ever reward buying Los Del Rio. <laughs> I
1: remember you hated that song back yes. then. Still do. Good okay. to know. He says, queuing it up.
2: Yes, I, I figured
0: that
3: was coming.
1: <laughs> Hippie cracky pony macarena. <laughs> That's
3: what I just said. <laughs> I love saying that. Hey, this is heinous. Who?
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Are you actually going to play it or? Can I no, out? not at all. I'm. I hate that song too. So no. <laughs> Thank
3: God. That and uh, the the. Uh,
2: the thread be, was enough.
3: The cha-cha slide can go to hell already. Oh
2: out, god, I hate that song,
3: dude. I love that song.
2: I Eric, hate any song that tells you how to dance to it.
1: Hey, bring it
2: back now, y'all. Mm. Those songs need to <laughs> exist,
0: exist because fat chicks got to dance to.
1: <laughs> Crisscross.
3: <laughs> oh, please reverse, reverse. Anyway, Jamia Simone Nash was born October 21st. She is an American nope. singer and actress. Oh nope. You said October. <laughs> it's not even close.
2: Yeah, I swear you said October twenty first. I don't know why.
3: <laughs> I don't know why either. <laughs> it's such a weird thing. It, it happens. You
2: always know. just replace I, words, like completely with new words all see, the time. See, this like, is the thing,
0: Joel. Like, I will would
2: say what was written. You just don't even look at it.
0: I, yeah, I will say whatever you write down. <laughs> but you you insert words. You replace words. <laughs>
2: I mean, we've yeah. already went over what the month is. What, what the month is that we're going over? And you just I know.
4: picked it.
3: <laughs> uh, okay. Let me try again. <laughs> Jamia Simone Nash was born August twenty-first. <laughs> she is an American singer and actress known simply as Jamia. Her first national appearance was on Showtime at the Apollo in two thousand and two, and made appearances on several albums before she played a ten-year-old Fantasia Barino in the two thousand and six biopic. In the 2007 film, August Rush, she was lead vocalist on the song Raise It Up, which she performed at the 2008 Academy Awards, making her the youngest ever to perform on an Oscars telecast. Jamia also appeared on The Young and the Restless in 2008. She has sung or acted on The Backyardigans, Seventh Heaven, and My Wife and Kids, and appeared as herself on The Tony Danza Show, Mona, among others. (laughs) On March 28th, 2017, she independently released her debut EP, Simply Jamia. It's the name of the album. Not just Simply Jamia, but Simply Jamia's is the name of the album.
1: Like the potatoes. Right. What?
0: Simply Potatoes. Oh, God. I thought, I've never heard of Jamia Potatoes.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Slow Curly's back. Uh, all right. Born August 23rd. Miles Parks McCullum, known professionally as Lil Yak, Yachty? Lil Yachty? Yeah, Lil Yachty. I wanted to say Yachty.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a Jewish rabbi
3: rapper. <laughs> Lil <Little> Yachty <laughs> is an American trap rapper who first gained recognition in August 2015 for his singles One Night and Minnesota from his debut EP Summer Songs. In 2016, Yachty signed a joint venture record deal with Quality Control Music, Capitol Records, and Motown Records.
4: Hmm.
2: And you guys Coats may remember hearts. him from the uh, from the popular song right now, uh, "Bad and Bougie.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, yeah.
2: He, he does. He does the, the part of the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's Little Yachty. Huh. Yeah.
3: I'm going to choose not to listen to that song.
2: It's it's bad and Bougie is one of the worst things I've ever heard. In
3: my, you, life. You, we've already listened to that.
2: I know. And, it's
3: worse uh, than broccoli. No, it's
1: not worse than No, broccoli. no, broccoli is... It's, it's better than broccoli.
2: Yeah, it's in the same category, though. It's exact same music and same style, same everything, yeah.
3: So he sounds like Yoko Ono. You can be my Yoko Ono.
1: Nice. Movies. <laughs> Movies released this week include The Fan, Tin Cup, Bordello of Blood, She's the One, and the acronym of the week, T-I-O-D-M which, of course, is the classic, testicles in old Deborah's
3: mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Deborah, what are you saying? (laughs) Which one of
1: these movies was the number one movie in the land?
2: Well, to get that, I have to tell you that the acronym of the week is The Island of Dr. Moreau, so that's one of the choices. Definitely not that one. I've seen that.
0: I'm going to go with Tin Cup.
1: Tin Cup, yeah. She's the one. (laughs) <laughs> I wish it
3: was She's a one.
2: But. It was Tin Cup, which was knocked off by the Island of Doctor Moreau. Huh. huh.
3: That was at the height of Kevin Costner's powers. True. Unfortunately.
2: Tin Cup was, was 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 is widely considered like his his last best movie.
3: I don't know. I keep hearing really good things about Mr. Brooks, and I've
2: I saw it and it was okay, but I mean, it still was one of those things where, you know, I don't know. I mean, he refuses. Even when he's a bad guy, he still refuses to be a bad guy. You know.
3: He, he refuses to emote.
2: Yeah. It, it just. Uh, he could I, not I, get
3: I, me out of a wet paper sack.
2: I'm, I'm trying to remember what it was about. The, well, anyway, yeah, I saw Mr. Brooks and I, it was it was good, but not as good as it should have been.
0: Bordello Blood is this shit though. I like that.
2: That was the one I was thinking of the <laughs> other week. The one with Dennis Miller in it, right?
0: Yeah, Dennis Miller, Corey Feldman, and Chris Sarandon. Uh, Angie Everhart. Oh yeah. That's the only reason to watch that movie.
3: And Josh and I both like
0: She's the One.
2: I like She's the One.
0: And Pat. I haven't seen She's the One.
2: The Island of Doctor Moreau was was an abortion of a movie.
0: That was terrible. I went to go see it because of Val Kilmer and all I got was Ice Bucket Hats.
2: Yeah, um <laughs> Well the legend is Marlon Brando could not have been more uncooperative filming that movie. Like the little midget man that was with him was never in the script. That was his own. He found that man on location and decided he wanted him in the
0: movie. <laughs> just like some guy walking around.
2: That's exactly what he, he just He was in a bar one day when, when Marlon Brando walked in and he liked him and he, and he became his little mascot. He took him around with him everywhere when they were filming.
0: Excuse
3: me, Minnie me You want to be in the movie?
0: But the thing is, the thing is, that Marlon Brando in this movie, hey, blah, blah, blah. I,
3: I've got donuts. <laughs> They're under
0: my fat rolls, but I've got doughnuts. He wore a moo-moo.
3: <laughs> I
2: mean, there was literally just no controlling him on that script, or on that scene, that that location, damn it.
0: <laughs> Keep going.
2: <clears throat> I'll find the word eventually.
0: The movie. <laughs> no, I, I went to, actually went to go see that in the theater. Oh. Yeah, I know. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. I, I know I'm, what I was thinking. I was thinking Val Kilmer. Cool. Right. Um,
2: I saw it on cable after I heard all the stories about it and everything. I was like, well, i got to see this. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was like, oh, Island of Dr. Moreau. Love that movie. Love the old version of it. Oh, what is this shit?
2: The book is really good.
0: Yeah. All right.
2: Very <clears throat> Got a midget. <laughs> get him a sad card. Can't get to a midget.
3: It's fun. He's a little sad card because he's a little guy.
1: All right. Brianna Caitlin Hildebrand was born on August 14th. She's an American actress known for appearing in the web series Annie Undocumented and as Negasonic Teenage Warhead in the 2016 film Deadpool. And she was great in it, too. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing her in the sequel. Yeah. All
0: right. TV. On August 23rd, the Price of Rights celebrates its 25th anniversary with a special episode where Bob Barker discovers
3: Marijuana. Can <laughs> expand on what they mean by special It's episodes. a very
0: special episode of A Price is Right. Bob Barker finds out he's adopted. Yes.
3: Was Mr. Hooper back? Now there, <laughs>
1: see, there was this bike shop.
3: <laughs> he was touching all the kids?
0: <laughs> Bob Barker discovers... Bob Barker opens up a bike shop. <laughs> Bob Barker discovers that he's been spayed and neutered.
3: Josh took my joke and carried it forward. I appreciate that. Boy,
0: what a twist!
3: <laughs> uh... I
0: always What's dug the price. Price of right was like the number one thing. Like you were home from school, and you were sick. Price of right was one of the jams.
2: Oh, I love Price is Right.
1: Oh yeah, definitely one of my favorites. On sick days where I wasn't really sick.
2: I loved it when the when the yodeling guy would would, would start climbing the mountain.
0: Oh, the that game. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. I was, I was a big of fan games. of Plinko. Yeah, yeah, it's all about Plinko. Plinko is awesome.
0: Alright, so born in Cleveland so sorry for him Uh, Greg Morris was a character actor best known as his role as electronics expert Barney Collier in Mission Impossible He died of brain cancer in Las Vegas on August 27th
2: (laughs) You always said October, what is going on? (laughs) He was absorbed
0: I don't know I'm blaming Joel for that one He put put the August-October thing in my head So shows debuting this week included Seventh Heaven, the Steve Harvey show, Malcolm and Eddie, and the classic Homeboys in Outer Space. What? Oh, yeah, there it yeah, is. I
2: don't, I don't know what that is.
0: Oh, guess what? It was on UPN. Uh, it was probably
2: Marlon Way or probably Wayne's brothers show, I'm sure.
0: Ah, uh, who is it? It was Elric Von Lowe, created by directed by El- a bunch of different people, starring Flex and Daryl Bell.
2: Okay, then it's, I was wrong. I've never sounds... even heard of any of these people.
0: I uh, see. Now, this is okay. One of these things is not like the other. Flex is Tiberius Ty Walker. Daryl Bell is Morris Clay. Rona Bennett as Lokita. Kevin Michael Richardson as Vashti. Pull Braxton as Emma. Michael Collier as Mike Milky Ray. James Duhan. What? As Pippin and John Lithgow as Pity McPitpet.
3: <laughs> what the hell?
2: Oh, huh. that <laughs> sounds amazing!
0: <laughs> but look at the guest stars: John Aston, Gary Coleman, Eric Estrada, Tempest Bledsoe, as herself, Little Richard. What? Bert okay, Ward. Had
2: a to watch this show.
0: How many? It, it, it made it twenty-one episodes. The last. The last.
2: <laughs> if anybody's listening. And they can find a tie-in for us to do a Homeboys in Outer Space episode.
0: Yeah, we gotta find a reason to watch this. This is co- the last episode was called The Adventures of Ratman and Gerbil, or Holy Homeboys in Outer Space. That's awesome. Episode 12, Super Bad Foxy Lady Killer, or Tie and Morris Get the Shaft.
3: <laughs> Fortunately, it's I don't see it on Amazon. So I'm still trying to process Pity McPitpat. <laughs> All we need is George Went eating beans. We got a show.
0: Episode 6, House Party, or Play That Funky White Music Droid. <laughs> what the fuck? Episode 3, Papa's Got a Brand New Bag, or That's No Lady, That's My Grandma. What the hell?
2: I need to see this.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah,
2: I, I, I want to watch this show.
0: The Pleasure Planet principle, or G Marks a Spot.
2: <laughs> wow. wow. I like that.
0: It's good. It's good. What's... I'm, I'm, I'm going to Homeboys in Outer Space on IMDb. Got a guess on the rating? Out of 10. 6.
2: I was going to say 6.5. Uh,
3: 4.5.
0: Joel is the closest without going over at a 4.1. Our or, or closest end going over. 4.1 out of yeah, 10. Gonna say. <laughs> oh, fuck you and your Octobers.
3: <laughs> do I get to play Plinko now?
0: Yes, you do. Can I bring the midget? I would assume so.
4: You
2: gotta clear it with Marlon Brando. He kept him in his luggage.
0: I'll take your midget. It's fine.
4: <laughs> He's a little guy.
0: So yeah, he, listeners, he if you can if you can pair up Homeboys in Outer Space with anything past 2000, let us know.
1: Whatever it is, I'm against it.
2: <laughs> and moving on to sports. Mm. On August 18th, <laughs> a dead <then> record thousand. <laughs> 654 tap dancers danced at Macy's Tapomania in New York City. The record was broken two years later. 6,708 tap dancers danced to a choreographed routine to set the record as it stands now.
1: I may have done that.
2: Unflappable, unflappable.
1: For those that can't see our show notes, which is everyone listening, while we were doing other segments, I stealth changed the August in the first sports entry to October and almost caught Patrick. Yeah. Just, I would have probably I'm changed it to like December.
2: I'm too professional. That's the On December
0: 18th is what I would have said. Nobody has ever accused you of being too professional. <laughs> yes.
2: On August 25th, Tiger Woods won the 96th annual U.S. Golf Amateur Championship, his last win before turning pro and winning the Masters by 12 strokes the following year.
0: Hmm. Strokes. Yeah. Is 12 strokes like is that a big thing?
2: That's yeah. big. Yeah.
0: That's big? Okay. I don't know.
1: I'm. Well, yeah. I mean, it's how many less oh, yeah. shots I mean, I... you took than the next guy. Yeah,
0: I, I know how, how it scored. I just don't know if 12 is like, I mean, is it normally like 24? Is it normally like 6? Is 12 a significant number?
2: It's, it's not uncommon for it to be close enough for them to have to have a playoff between two guys. So, yeah, 12 is a lot to beat a whole field of people by.
1: Okay. Cool. Yeah, because it's not just he beat the course by twelve strokes, it's he beat the next closest guy who's also a professional by twelve. Got it. Okay. And
2: this was his first time as a professional. He walked out and just demolished everybody. And then he and then he pretty much ran golf for a decade. Cool. Yep.
0: Lead us out, keyboard Joel.
3: Nah, 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 nah.
0: <laughs> All right. So We decided for some unknown reason we were going to talk about health and wellness this week.
2: Well, I got (laughs) to (laughs) go.
1: I I actually came up with the idea for this show when we were all driving to Gen Con and Brian had to take a call from his doctor. Oh. I
4: was like,
1: you know, as we get older, there's a lot more of this doctor stuff. Wait a minute. That sounds like a show.
3: (laughs) You've been holding on to it since then?
1: Yeah, I'd forgotten to put it in the show ideas. And it just popped in last week when we were trying to come up with a topic. And uh, it's been a while since we've done a like memories of our lives kind of show.
2: Yeah, these are always very interesting.
1: You discover new things, as they're I either,
2: did. They're either really good or really morbid, or possibly both.
0: Yeah, this could get. We, we have no idea how the show is going to go. Basically, it could get really funny. It could get really goofy. It can get really dark, and one of us may be dead by the end. You never know. Um, so I tried to come up with some questions. I figure the the most the simplest one I can come with come up with for health as a kid has anybody broken a bone? Because that was like the big thing. You break you break a bone, you get a cast. Yada da 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 da.
3: I I will raise my hand to start. I uh that I've only broken a bone once, and I was about I want to say about 10 years old. I was out on the playground, and I was running, and my friend Mark accidentally tripped me. I took a header into the sandbox, which was surrounded by railroad ties, uh, hit my face, my head, and stopped myself with my left arm, which broke, of course. Um, went into the school office. They put a spelling book around it <laughs> and a makeshift sling. My mom came, took me to the, uh, the ER, uh, and uh, they cast it up. And I remember when they took the cast off, what a strange feeling that was, feeling like an alligator man with all the dry skin and pale skin and it was weird
2: and then he went to live in the sewers
3: alligator man i see i still live in the sewers
0: huh
2: (laughs) rockford
3: (laughs) (laughs) you're not wrong
0: (laughs) you're not wrong you're just rude to point it out (laughs) rockford what about you guys pat joel i mean pat josh
1: uh, yeah, I, uh, broke my, uh, broke a couple of ribs when I was a kid. Oh. Trying to skateboard. Not very good. Hmm.
0: Well, we've all seen you ride a bike, so that's pretty understanding.
1: <laughs> I never broke an arm or a leg, though. No.
3: That's an odd thing to break your ribs, though. I mean, most kids, you know, it is an arm or a leg, but ribs seem to be...
1: Less least. odd if you go chest first into a car. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> you get your... <laughs> Get your trench coat cut under a wheel. I'll <laughs> do it too.
0: I'm just in my head. I'm envisioning young Josh in his fedora or his uh, his hat and his trench coat skateboarding, and just seeing the situation that would put him in. That
1: I'm pretty sure this was even a couple of years pre fedora. This probably would have been in my jams shorts phase. Nice <laughs> jams shorts and uh, a, uh, a graphic t shirt. I've only grown out of the jam shorts. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Uh,
3: Patrick.
2: And and yeah, I, um, I, I broke two different bones. Um, one when I was 15 and one when I was, uh, 17. Uh, the one, the one when I was 15 was actually pretty, uh, pretty traumatic. Um, my entire family, we were in a car accident. Um, and I got the worst of it, despite the fact that I was in the back seat and sleeping. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I shattered my left femur. It's a it's a it was a green stick fracture, which, you know, if you know what that means, it was pretty bad. Yes. And
0: I, I don't know what that means. What does that mean?
2: Uh, the bone snapped in in several places and pierced the skin.
0: Ooh. Why yeah. They, why do they call it green stick?
2: I think because uh, bone exposed to air is.
1: uh, I thought green stick is where bent and only had micro fractures, and the one you're talking about was
3: something else. I thought
2: green. I might have my terminology.
3: The green stick would be like if you take a tree. If you have a dry tree branch, it just snaps. But if it's green, it breaks in spots. You know, so there's like fibers, but it doesn't actually separate. It just creates breakage in parts of the tree. That's. The green stick versus a dry piece of wood,
2: or a compound fracture. Well, what's is, what is it called when it pierces the skin? Then? what's the term for that? I thought it was compound.
3: Uh, I'm trying to remember my medical training. Uh, yes, I had to look it up because I could not remember. Josh is correct.
2: Compound. Okay, well that's what I had.
3: But the had... femur is pretty fucked up to break.
4: Oh yeah. yeah. Well,
2: I was, you know, like I said, I was sleeping. I was behind the passengers. I was behind the uh, driver's seat, and it was a 19. This was in 1986. This was a 1978, I think, Monte Carlo, and I had a bench seat. And mm-hmm. I actually bent the bench seat. I hit it so hard, Jesus. and, it, and, it, Holy and shit. My, it caused my femur to pretty much explode in the middle. And um, and I, it was right in the middle of football season. I, I had just started, you know, broken into the starting lineup. And I come to, and we're surrounded by EMTs, and my parents are gone. You know, everybody's out. I'm the only one left in the car. And I see my mom or my dad is being, is on a gurney and he's all bloody and I'm just, and, and my left leg that broke was on top of my right leg. <laughs> where I just had been laying so I couldn't move either one of my legs and I was kind of in shock and I thought I was paralyzed and I was like freaking out. They had to like sedate me there in the car before they could even get me out. It was a really messed up situation.
3: Did you have to wear one of those, uh, uh, like pelvis casts kind of things?
2: No, actually the, um, I had an amazing orthopedic surgeon, like one of the best in Houston. Um, and he did he did an amazing job on me. It was one of those things where if they had casted me, I would have had to have been from like the chest down. And so he just made the decision instead of casting me. He um did a bunch of internal stuff and he had you know that. And you guys have actually seen it, the rod that was in my leg for two years.
0: Oh yeah, you're you're pretty you're pretty uh fond of do handing it to somebody and saying, <laughs> yeah. guess what that is.
2: <laughs> I love just saying somebody you know just, here hold this. He's like, what is this? And I'm like, like see if you can figure out what it is. People play with it, and then finally I'm like, yeah, that was inside my leg for two years.
0: <laughs> I think you did that to me, and I was like, this has been in your body, hasn't it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, did they make you wear one of those cones so you wouldn't look at it?
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and so I went through a series of surgeries, I, I, uh, an extensive stay in the hospital. I was in the hospital for 22 days. I went in, uh, hmm. I went in weighing 196 hmm. pounds, and I came out, I weighed 149 pounds.
1: Oh, wow. Wow. That's,
2: I looked like a POW. I mean, because it literally until the day before I was released, I, I couldn't get out of bed. So I just laid in bed in, um, majority of the time. I was in traction because they had to. My leg had to get stretched out to get in, to even be able to go to the surgery to get the rod put in.
3: That explains it. That's why you're bedtime champ. <laughs>
2: So it was. A, I mean, for many reasons, it's a very, very long story. All the shit that I went through, and that it, like one of the most painful thing. The first physical therapy I went through was the most painful thing I've ever done in my life. Um, and it just there it would you know, it, it was it was it was an interesting time, but I mean, it it allowed for a lot of other things. But it because I had an amazing orthopedic surgeon, I literally have absolutely no pain from it ever. You know how a lot of people they're like, oh, you know, my my broken wrist swells up or whatever when the rain's coming or whatever i have absolutely no issues ever with my leg hmm. if it wasn't for the scars i wouldn't even know it had happened
3: that's pretty amazing
2: yeah i mean he did an amazing job his name was dr cant k-a-n-t
3: <laughs> unfortunate name
2: right <laughs> but he sure fucking could i'll tell you that <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice mike uh no never never
2: Oh, I didn't tell you about the second time. Actually, oh. yeah, my second bone that I broke was in college. Uh, it was right the year before I met you guys. Um, I was playing basketball, um, and it was during one of the practices. And the guy, uh, a guy, swiped and smacked <laughs> my left hand, and I didn't even, you know, I didn't even think anything of it. It just kind of hurt a little bit. You know, the foul was called, all that kind of crap, whatever.
0: Then out of nowhere, a car drove into the court. And- <laughs>
2: And then, and then I was sitting in the uh, like like half an hour later. I was sitting in the the uh, uh, I can't remember what. what, what uh, I know this was in Austin, so never mind. You guys don't oh, know.
3: We were like a Cougar Den. No,
2: no. Um, I was sitting in the cafeteria, and I looked down, and I, I was like, "Hey, is this normal?" And I pointed, you know, pointed to my my pinky, and it was literally literally like at a right angle, pointing <laughs> in towards my my pointer <laughs> finger. And so it turns out I had broken the the meta the metacarpal bone in my hand. And my and my finger just slowly was like swiveling around. Uh.
3: yep. No, that's not normal, Pat.
2: <laughs> yeah. So then I, I went to the you know then I went to the the doctor and got a splint on it.
0: Confusion is that you're like, is this
2: normal? <laughs> <laughs> do your fingers do this? I mean, I'm just asking for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> so those are the only two bones I've ever broken.
3: Well, okay. that kind of uh, answers the next question for you then, I guess, in a way, because that's a pretty fucking major surgery.
2: Yeah, but that wasn't the first major surgery I ever was in the hospital for. No? You guys know that story, too.
0: Is this when you got kicked in the jujubes?
2: No, this is the the guy that uh, broke my testicle, remember? (laughs) The pencil. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, pencil? Pencil.
3: I thought it was a pencil injury or something.
2: No. What?
3: Why why would you go to the hospital because you injured?
2: Yeah, I was 11 years old, and I, I used to be a bully and all that kind of stuff, and one kid got his revenge on me and sent me to the hospital, and I had to have a testicle removed because he kicked the shit out of my crotch several times.
1: Did you ever mess with him again?
2: No, they, they, he, they took him out of school. His family they moved because they knew I was going to kill him.
0: Oh, he comes back to school. Hey, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's strange. My uh, my first major surgery was also testicle related. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, I think you guys, I probably told you guys at this at some point, uh, uh, my my left nut uh, did not descend as it was supposed to. It was like floating around in my lower abdomen.
2: Oh, yeah, that's actually not that uncommon.
1: Yeah, so uh, especially considering when it's just like free-floating, not only is it not where it's supposed to be, but it can just turn into a lump of cancer. So when I was like seven... Seven, eight years old. They uh, brought me and put me under general and had to yank it down there in place. And I'm still a little crooked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lefty's a little higher than righty. I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh at that.
2: And, my, and, and Mike's, Mike's got my testicle now.
1: Well, part
2: of it.
0: I <laughs> hey. my, my first surgery actually. What is it? All of our like first things had to do with our junk. Um, (laughs) they, they thought that I had, as a kid, had a uh, urinary tract infection, so they cathetered me and took samples deep down.
2: Yikes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I was seven months old. Got this. I talked to my mom about this and I found out all sorts of crazy shit that's happened to me. I, (laughs) I never knew that I've had a root canal. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I was seven because I was seven. I was, you know, I was seven years old. They gave me a root canal because apparently, to quote, "you had an abscess so bad when you touched your gum, pus shot out."
4: Oh, yeah,
0: yikes! Yeah, so, uh, yeah, found out about that from my mom, uh, you know, because it was like, hey, you know, I know, remember, I remember this, this, and this. You know, what do you got? Anything else? Apparently, with the root canal thing, they went in to go drill, and I bit down on the dentist's fingers huh. and refused to let go. <laughs> And the, she, my mom was like, just. And the doctor was very good. He was. He just said, "Michael, please let go of my fingers." <laughs> in the meantime, my mom is in the in the same room. Michael, let go of his fingers. And I'm just like, no. Are you aware of what he's going to do to me? You know. So.
2: <laughs> I like my push.
0: Yes. So I had that, <laughs> that happen. Was... I got cathetered at seven months old for uh, 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 UTI, which uh, turned out to be nothing. So that was awesome. From what I hear, uh, what are some of the other things? I mean, there's a bunch of. Them. I mean, I, as a kid, the most major surgery I ever had is I had a bone disc growth on my right shoulder blade.
4: Like uh, it
3: was visible?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Like the size of a shooter marble uh, through my skin. Like imagine like your 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 where your shoulder blade is, like right where the point is, there was a knot. Of bone disc growth that was growing out of it. So I got taken in to go to the doctor, the orthopedic there was awesome. Not orthopedic, but the bone surgeon there was awesome. He basically said, if we either take it out or I grow up to be a hunchback, because that thing's not going to stop growing.
1: So which did we mm-hmm. do?
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Let what me was, think about it. <laughs> what
0: was their decision? Um, yeah, I went in. I uh, was in s- hospital for a th- couple days. They had to Get cut up on my shoulder, ground out the uh, bone disc growth, and you know I've got a cool scar on my back. But uh, from that, nothing's ever happened since.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say you don't hunch over anything. Yeah, oop. Uh,
0: don't Wait, hunch over. Go. I also. We,
2: what? I could have had a hunchback friend.
0: You could have, if I had known. Well, he does I...
1: compulsively ring bells. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it, and he does build <laughs> a lot of flesh columns. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I haven't had ma- major, outside of the bone thing, and the root canal, I haven't had, like, any major surgery. But I suppose grinding a bone out of your back is pretty major.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, a, do- a doctor using a sander on your back is...
3: That's not minor, yeah. Yeah, so. Um, well, I wonder I if I'd... that's the doctor equivalent of we'll just buff it out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> More than likely, yes. We don't know what to do with this, so we're just going to grind it off.
3: To to add to the testicular fun, um,
2: oh but Jesus! What what kind of testicular bleh bleh bleh, testicular trauma have you gone through?
3: Well, no. When I was a kid, I had the same thing as Josh, except mine dropped, so they didn't have to do anything to get it to drop. But it was initially not coming down, and so they they were you know worried about it. But luckily things happened. But outside of that, I the uh, uh, two kind of parrot mics never had a broken bone. I've never had a surgery once. Oh. I've escaped tonsils, adenoids. You, uh,
2: you've never season. been under anesthesia or anything? Uh,
3: well, I mean, if you count, like, when I had some dental work done, but it wasn't... <laughs> What's the one but self never ad- general. Self-administered,
2: you know. Wow.
3: Nope, no surgeries. Huh.
0: Apparently, from what I've... what The stories have all coincided on this one, that if, when I get general anesthesia, I go goofy as shit. No. Yeah, go figure. Um, apparently when I had the bone thing done, they came in, they gave me the shot in the ass. And then I spent the end, like 20 minutes standing there with the, uh, with the nurses, the uh, nurse's assistant talking about blues brothers.
1: You, you want to hear something scary? I, I read this on Reddit today from medical professionals. Apparently they don't exactly know how general anesthesia works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they know it disrupts your brainwaves and knocks you out, but they're not sure mechanically exactly what it's doing. They just know that if they it does too much of it, you die.
2: And that's why anesthesiologists have like the highest rate of insurance in all the medical fields because it's not exactly no you, you have to get somebody as close to death as possible without killing them.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm glad I haven't had surgery.
2: <laughs> now. Yeah, you're in your 40s, I, dude. It's it's bound to
1: happen.
4: Yeah,
2: my, my grandfather actually uh woke up during eye surgery.
4: Oh. And
2: they, had to, they had to sedate him again. you know. No. But this was, you know, back in like the nineteen you know, dickity doos, so you know, they hadn't exactly perfected anything yet.
1: General anesthetic was a hammer. Cha cha cha. Alright, so
2: <laughs> do you guys have pediatricians? Well of course
0: you did. Uh what was I mean, do you rem- what do you remember about having to go to
1: I just—I've been agonizing over this all day, and just at the beginning of the show, I finally remembered that my uh, childhood physician was Doctor Neil Benty, and uh, yeah, he was my doctor pretty much until college. Nice. Yeah, that the hits. only one I ever saw that wasn't a surgeon.
0: Yeah, same here. I had Doctor Zervopoulos out in Chicago. That was my knee from birth till eighteen.
3: So that was. I my... had
2: Doctor Halbadier.
3: <laughs> That's my favorite weapon in Dungeons and Dragons.
2: <laughs> and he has since retired.
0: Yeah, well, my mine has since retired because she got Alzheimer's, which is incredibly sad. It is because holy she was crap,
1: awesome mine is still practicing. Oh jeez, he is seventy-four years old and has been practicing for forty-eight years. Uh, his <coughs> office is in Darien. Nice.
0: You should go back and say, "Hey, check it out, man.
2: This is partially <laughs> your fault." I'm a mess. We'll <laughs> get there. <laughs> go back in diapers and be like, remember me? <laughs>
3: <laughs> and he quit practicing medicine after that.
4: My whole life has been a, a sham. I'm a big baby! <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't remember. I, I've been... Ever since I saw you put that question in there, I'm like, thinking about it, and I I do not remember a specific pediatrician. Huh? Did you yeah. move around a lot, or...? No, I, I lived in the same place until I left for college. Same house, same everything. <laughs> hmm. But... I know we switched.
2: They pr- they probably had a house doctor. Being so rich. <laughs>
3: yeah. No, we were under Kaiser Permanente back in the early days, and uh. then I think my mom switched insurance when she changed jobs. So we may have had to switch doctors at that.
2: A local drug lord had an insurance program.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Spacey joke.
1: We're all under Kaiser Permanente. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: ER trips. Uh, um give me first one that comes to your mind joel
3: well i i took notes over the course of the week to try to remember things and the the one that sticks out prior to 2000 would have probably been uh the broken the broken arm okay that i can remember because the only other er trip i remember distinctly have been after the cutoff so
0: okay josh how about you man
3: oh yeah yeah,
1: mine's embarrassing, which is why we're doing this topic. <laughs> my my most memorable ER experience from childhood is uh when uh I had chest and stomach pain so severe, I thought I was going to die, and it was my first experience with severe constipation plus gas.
3: <laughs> oh, that's the worst, Dude, man. This
2: kid just needs to take a giant shit.
1: Basically <laughs> that was it. I had I had impacted shit. And uh the gas pressure just built up and built up and built up, and I didn't know what was going on.
0: Well, you wait till we get to the now. I got three nurses' me. aides died that
2: day, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember they made me drink mineral oil for weeks
2: some stay some say he's still pooping,
1: <laughs> <laughs> mostly my wife <laughs>
3: Pat? as yes, there' nodding
2: um. My er, my my favorite er trip was not uh was not me, but oh. it was my sister, and I have two words for you, lawn darts.
4: Oh Jesus! <laughs>
2: <laughs> for those of you that don't remember what that game was, it was the genius game of let's put a hula hoop on one end of the yard and a hula hoop on the other end of the yard, and let's have these two foot long steel tipped pointy giant darts and we just throw them up in the air and the metal tip will bring it down to the earth at the speed of light, (laughs) it will pierce the ground, (laughs) and we will score according to where it lands, which is a great idea if you don't have a bunch of kids running around your party, and when they run into the field after you've already thrown a yard, and you say, watch out, and they look up, (laughs) and then the yard dart goes right through the upper lip. Oh, Oh, man. Yeah, my sister's... had to have some major reconstructive surgery and shit, and she still has a big old scar on her upper lip. It's kind of faded and gone over the years and everything, but, yeah, you can still see it if you know to look for it. Wow. Yeah. Yard, yard dart through the upper lip. It was...
0: Oh, jarts. Yeah. I, yeah. I, now, you threw that lawn dart?
2: No, no, no. No, oh. my my mother did.
0: Oh, shit. That's he, even worse. Yeah. Yeah, see, yeah I, you
2: talk about some guilt. <laughs>
0: yeah, I put my sister in the in the ER once by vacuuming up her fingers with a uh, old school 1950s Hoover.
2: <laughs> I remember you telling me about. Oh that story. my
0: god, that was a shit show. Cause I I th- I was gonna help. I'm helping. I'm gonna vacuum the living room for you. The she, Elizabeth was really good at like hurting herself. She got her fingers caught in an electric window in the car once. She knocked herself out on her bike once. She's a bunch of this stuff, but this one directly She's involved. Not the
2: nimblest of creatures. No,
0: not at all. <clears throat> but she um, reached for something as I was vacuuming, and this is an like old school, like hotel Hoover, just ripped her little fingers to shreds. I freak out. They take her to the hot, take her to the ER. Um, the point where I knew I was getting my ass beat. Which which unfortunately never happened, which never happened because my parents knew it was an accident. But they took this guy who had broken his toe ahead of my sister. So my mom, being who she is, came up to the ER and said, my daughter is bleeding in her finger. She's got to go. Why are you taking him yet? And the doctor looked at my mom and said, hey, I didn't stick her fingers in the vacuum. Oh.
4: Uh-oh. Shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow. Holy shit. So then shit. your mother
2: unhinged your jaw and ate him alive. <laughs> no.
0: My uh, my father stepped in. Oh. oh, yeah. Even worse. Oh, yeah. And he was still in his suit from work and all that. So he would basically, with the implication, I'm going to sue your ass into oblivion, Uh, you will take my daughter now type of thing. And I took care of my sister. We all went home. And... And you know, every now and then it gets brought up. But uh...
1: it's funny you bring you guys both bring up siblings because yeah, my brother was constantly getting injured, and some, uh, most of them had to do with me. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I remember he was running after me, and I slammed a door to try and stop him from catching me, and he put his hand straight through the glass. Ooh. Another time I was riding one of those uh, metal horse swings. Okay. <laughs> Caught him dead in the middle of the forehead. Ugh.
2: What was that like six months ago?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lucky I didn't kill him with that one. Yeah, he ended. I think he still got a scar for that. And I can recall one time we were on vacation, and he was running around and not paying attention to where he was going, and he ran off the edge of a pile of rocks. His feet were still going like the Road Runner cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> into a barbecue pit where it was like one of those cast iron grills old school 1980s all metal grills yeah he got pretty mangled off that one he ended up with a scar that he's got still today from that one too huh
2: my my father one time was chasing me around the house we were horse playing or whatever and he jammed his big toe into the door frame and broke his toe and for many many years it was like the the funny story was because I could not stop laughing. <laughs> and my dad got more and more mad the more I kept laughing because he was just sitting on the bed holding his toe. And it was just so funny to me the way he was. It was like cartoonish pain because, I don't know, it was just so funny.
0: <laughs> yeah. Other, Sick bastard. Uh, other hey. ER? I'm trying to think. Oh, I jumped up on a counter uh, when I was a kid. And the door was open. It's like, you you want to get up on the counter get something off the top shelf. And you that little corner of the counter in the kitchen. Put your hands on either side. Push yourself straight up to get up on the counter to get, some, get the oatmeal out or whatever. And the door was open above my head. I split my scalp clean open. Ouch. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and, it, and it, of course, what do I do? I put my hand on and I start rubbing it because it hurts so bad. And you know how scalps bleed. So I go running, <laughs> running into the living room like, oh! Elizabeth, being who she is, looks over at me and just goes, "You got blood on your face." And the <laughs> blood was like running out of my scalp. I flip my shit. My my mom is like just getting out of the shower, and the first thing she hears from me is, "I'm bleeding!" You know, from downstairs. So I got like four or five stitches in my scalp. Um, my most fun ER trip back when I was a kid was in sixth grade, screwing around in the uh in the bathroom. I throw a paper towel. Wad at somebody, they swat it out of the way, and their fingernail goes in my eye. Oh, Um <clears throat> it hurt. Go to the go to the teacher, Miss Sunstrom. Miss Sunstrom, my eye really hurts. Can you take a look? And she looks at it and she goes, "Oh, you're fine. Go home. It's time to you know, day's over. Go home." I go back. Go outside. Go to my mom. Ma, my eye really hurts. Can you take a look at it? She says, she looked in my eye, and it looked like somebody had... you ever scoop ice cream out of a, a brand new oh, tub? Oh,
4: my God. It looked like
0: somebody, to quote her, it looked like somebody had started scooping and then stopped halfway.
1: Oh,
0: and my, oh, my God. Yeah. So she rushed me to the clinic, the ER clinic. I got in there. They put a bunch of shit in my eye, patched up my eye. I, had, I wore a cool eye patch for like a week. And... um. Then, my vision was it's it healed up, and it was fine uh but it was great to see when I came in the next day, and my teacher was like, "Michael, why are you wearing an eye patch?" Oh yeah, I remember when you said my eye was fine. It was like <laughs> half gouged um <laughs> all the blood drained from her face, but um no, the cool thing is now, if I am in a bright sunlight, you know how sometimes you get like floaters and stuff in your eyes, I can see the scar from." In, in my eye. I can see like... An oh! Owl, owl. Yeah, it's... For the longest time, I couldn't figure out what it was. It was like... Sc- it's like a... Yeah, the
2: scar tissue or whatever? Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like a backward C in my vision. But if I'm, I'm looking like a white wall and it's bright, I can see the scar in my vision. So... That's crazy. Yeah. So... What about stupid injuries in college?
3: I raised uh, my hand. Oh. Oh. <laughs> um... Well, I I don't know if you guys remember, there was a period where I was doing laps around the the track. Oh yes, and, I remember
1: uh, this very well.
3: <laughs> I uh, my leg gave out. I wiped out on the track, and it was a cinder track, if I remember correctly. And I uh, came walking back up the stairs to the dorm floor, and was you know there's blood coming out of my knee, and, uh, and Jay's like. You know, as a Boy Scout, so he's like, go into the bathroom. So I go into the bathroom, and he's like, here, get up on the sink. So eventually, to kind of shorten the story a little bit, I'm (laughs) laying flat across this (laughs) row of sinks. We had, like, what, four sinks there? Get
0: up on the sink. Here, pull your pants down. (laughs) There was four
3: sinks. I want to take your temperature. (laughs) Laying across it with one of my knees hanging over one of the sinks. And Jay proceeded to perform a... I guess a version of a surgical operation. And
4: he where, used my
2: tweezers to pull a bunch of shit out of your knee.
3: Yeah, he pulled out the cinder um, pieces, and he then took uh, Q-tips, took the tips off of them, and he was <sighs> using that to dig out, you know, some of the stuff that was in the actual scar tissue. And at this point, I was so, like, numb and, you know, just it hurt so much that I didn't feel him digging around in there. I mean, I could feel him digging, but I wasn't, didn't hurt. Well, it also
0: helped that Pat was pouring whiskey on it. <laughs>
3: they were, they, we had, um, I think it was, uh, uh, what's the stuff that bubbles up in your mouth? I'm drawing them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hydrogen peroxide. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> Don't <laughs> put it in your mouth. He was pouring hydrogen peroxide on it and cleaning it out. And we were there like three hours. Um, to the point where I was starting to lose feeling in the lower half of my body because it was, you know, laying across a row of sinks is not he exactly Look down.
0: Jay had amputated your whole goddamn leg. Can <laughs> <laughs> I remember... Well,
3: I seem to remember Ed coming up to the floor at some point with his mustache and being like, hey, what's going on here? You know, and his mustache was flapping in the wind. Um, and after, you know, all that time, Jay's like, okay, I think I got it all. So we kind of bandaged it up. And I limped for a long time. Well, the towels that, that were used oh,
4: this is, oh, yeah.
3: to clean up all the blood ended up in the closet and uh, ended up in the back of the closet.
4: Well, one of
1: them fell behind your dresser. Like, the dresser got bumped. It was Josh, against the wall.
3: Josh and I were living together at that time. And we didn't know that there was a bloody towel lingering somewhere in the room. Ugh.
1: Uh, well, we were kind of filthy. Yeah, well, that's a joke. So, yeah, we cleaned everything twice, and it still smelled like shit and rotten meat in the room.
3: <laughs> we could not figure it out until we finally found the bloody towel. And to this day, on my left knee, I have black tattoo marks from the the uh, graphite, or, or not graphite, the um, the cinder that was in my knee. It apparently huh. tattooed my knee, so you can see where I fell.
1: Yeah, that towel had slid behind the dresser and we found it glued to the wall. <laughs> it was
2: pretty gross. It was so That was, bad. That was one of the worst smells oh, oh, yeah. that I've ever smelled. Smelleded. Smelled it. Smelled um, it?
1: Well, you guys were there for the, the two stories that come to mind, especially with Mike talking about scalp injuries. One was mine and one was somebody else's. You guys were there for mine was when uh, we finally got the whole house at the apartment, <laughs> and uh, Jay and Mike are sticking their head out of the window <laughs>
4: on the <laughs> lower floor, and
1: I'm in my room grabbing stuff and dropping it, trying to hit them. And I don't notice at one point that I turn around to grab something else, and my window goes shut, and then I put my head straight through it.
0: And we're down there just hearing
2: this shout and Shards of glass fall? Yeah, the the crash, the shout, and the the glass. Tinkle,
1: tinkle, tinkle. And I come down (laughs) laughing, and then it just starts streaming blood down my face. Oh, yeah.
0: Scalp injuries are are geysers,
1: man. Well, the worst scalp injury I ever saw was uh, when I was training Jeff Quest uh, in uh, AV. I I was an audiovisual tech, and at that point, everyone who was competent had left the department. So I was in charge of training. I had those keys, the huge ring of keys that opened everything on campus. And I decided for the day's training, we were going to go into the tunnels underneath Concordia. And the thing about the tunnels underneath Concordia is about every 10 feet, there's a gate with a padlock that has its own key. We're about halfway through the tunnels. And I step up onto this stone thing because for some reason they decided they're going to build a bump in the floor and an identical bump in the ceiling. So you have to step up and duck at the same time. Well, I stepped up and ducked Jeff stepped up, but did not duck. Mm -hmm. And he was flat on his ass and we both start laughing. And then he stands up and he looked like tot opening the Ark of the covenant. (laughs) Oh, blood just starts coursing down his face the thing is is we're in the middle of the campus and every 10 feet there's a gate with a padlock (laughs) and i have a hundred (laughs) keys so we're running through the tunnels trying not to bust his scalp anymore i have to fiddle with the keys to find the next lock i bet you to this day uh, underneath Concordia, there is a blood trail in the tunnels, leading from halfway through the campus back to the library, where he looked like a straight-up horror show and was getting dizzy by the time we got to a bathroom.
2: Yikes! Wow.
3: I love you, Jeff Quest. <laughs>
2: I don't think I've ever heard that story before. I haven't oh, either. It's a good story.
1: I'm surprised.
0: <clears throat> I I had I had injuries in in college, but I think my biggest one has to be the gas station situation. When we all drove out to see Suzanne at work, out at uh, Yorktown Mall, stopped to get gas with Pat and Will and I.
2: That's one of my. That's one of my favorite stories. Period. Yeah. So I don't
1: know if I was there. Here, there for that. Oh well, we're. You, driving, you haven't
2: heard the story at all, though. I'm not me. Okay, so we're you, driving. You had to have heard the story. I've told it so many
0: times. It's amazing. So we're driving out there, and uh, this is important. The car that we're driving is a manual Chevy Cavalier. Okay, so it's me, Pat, and Will. Okay, I've heard the story. We stopped. Yeah. Yeah. and at
2: one point, you know, it, the whole thing comes conversation up you about can drive stick.
0: Yeah, and Will's like, "Oh yeah, I know how to drive stick." So we're driving, and I'm know. like, "I
2: don't know how to drive stick." I, it's like, I, "I like cognitively, I know how. I've done it, but I'm not. I, it's not natural."
0: Yeah, so I, I've I'm only driving. Done it a
2: couple times in my life,
0: and, uh, and uh, we Bill's
2: all like, "Yeah, I know how."
0: We stop in the gas station, and it, it was very foggy out, foggy and wet. <laughs> that kind of so I'm in the gas station. Pat and I are walking in different aisles, but together. And Pat's view,
2: and there it's important to note that there is a wet floor sign, but it's up by the entryway. Mm-hmm. They had a wet floor sign, but it was way up by the entryway. and we're walking, I'm walking down one aisle, you know how, like um a lot of convenience stores that the shelves are only like like chest high or whatever. I'm walking down one aisle, and Mike's walking down the other aisle and we're talking to each other. And at one point, I look at him and I look away to look at some candy, and I look back, and Mike's not there.
0: <laughs> what had happened to Mike? his right foot had slipped on the wet floor, and I face planted on the cement floor of the of the gas station, landing on my wrist and my knee, my right wrist and my left knee and my face and <laughs> just and it wasn't and,
2: and i and I'm just like standing there and turning around like three sixty like where the hell did Mike go? So, and finally he just kind of stands up like a golfer, and he's got blood coming out of his mouth.
0: I'm like, oh god, I fell down. And I you, thought, yeah, I see that. You you, you jump right into right into med mode. You jump, you drag me to the front counter. I'm bleeding all over the place because I had just fallen down. You turn to the girl behind the counter, and you're like, give me a give me some of that Tylenol right now. And she's like, yes. And I remember what I remember yeah. from my. She goes. That'll be a dollar twenty-five. And you just look at her with just the most <laughs> condescending
2: as as I as am handing you napkins for your bleeding face. I just yeah. look at her like this is when you're gonna like try and charge me for
0: Yeah, so I I up up having to like they do an accident report. They maybe do an accident report. Oh, you can't leave until you do an accident report, that sort of thing. And then I'm I'm like, got a concussion. Pat does a little finger thing. My eyes are all over the place. He's like, yeah, you've got a concussion. You smacked yourself real good. So we go to Will, who's over, in, you know, off to the side. Hey, Will. Has no idea what's going on. Yeah. Mike fell down on his face. He's got a concussion. You've got to drive him to the clinic. It's about half a mile up this road. And he looks at us and he goes, I I don't know how to drive stick. I was joking. I was <laughs> <just> like,
2: what? <laughs> He's no. joking? Yeah, he says, I don't know how to drive stick. And you're like, well, you said you did. He, I was joking. <laughs> so, so. Uh, and you just look at him like, what kind of joke is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, who, who was that funny to?
0: No one. So now I have a, I have a concussion, bleeding from my face, driving. I am driving the car. Down to the clinic, and you have
2: to you have to hold the bloody the, the bloody napkins <laughs> to your face to stop the bleeding, yes, hold while the, trying to drive and do the stick
0: and <laughs> not go unconscious because of my cause of the concussion and the whole time you're next to me going, stay awake, poking me in the ribs, <laughs> stay awake. We get there. I go in I'm like, I fell on my face, and nurse gets me into the room. You two assholes come in and are with me. The doctor oh. walks in and says, oh, what does he say? Like, will goes. I don't. I don't think this is a very good doctor, man. He goes, "I'm not a doctor. I'm a, uh, I'm a veterinarian. I'm a veterinarian. Lift your leg and cough." <laughs> he
2: was just like. And then your mom showed up and made us all leave.
0: Yeah. Then she chased you out. They gave me. I wound up I like I had a small fracture in my knee, something in my in my wrist. They took care of the concussion, but one of the things that I remember is when it was all over, they put me in the wheelchair, wheeled me out. I got into my mom's van. And then once I got in, you're like, "Oh, I'll go take the wheelchair back." You turn around to go put the wheelchair back in the building, and you come back out, and she just took off on you. <laughs> and she parked around the chorus. So we stood there for a little while and watched him stand there and try and be cool about, you know, okay, they left.
2: They left me here.
0: So, but no, that was fun, especially for the fact when I got back to school and we had a, uh, we were on the third floor with no elevator, getting up the, getting up the stairs with the, with the crutches and all that. Yep. Now I I unfortunately did not get you know a BP fuck you uh, refused to pay for any like I had been I wish I had been smarter back then and just sued the shit out of them because I still yeah. get paid. Yeah, they, my, they
2: ended up giving you some kind of settlement. Remember, oh
0: yeah, they gave me a settlement. Like, they paid for my medical bills, but I yeah. got no um like uh paid recovery. Yeah, no recovery stuff at all. But uh, no, I still get like like you said before when you you know it starts to rain get pain in your knee that's. That's me now. So
2: yeah,
3: but did you pay for the Tylenol? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. No, <laughs> she
0: was because Pat's like he's gonna own this place in a little while. So no, <laughs> it's so anytime that you should have gone to the doctor but didn't. Uh,
3: I do remember one time when I was a kid, I had a uh, a plug, and one of the prongs was bent slightly, and being a dumb kid, I figured if I you know pushed it into the socket, it would straighten itself out and be fine. Well, the plug exploded in my hand. It turned my hand black. It smelled like burnt electric flesh. Like, you know, you know, electrical burn smell, but like flesh mixed in there What? for like three months. And, uh, I, I, I probably I, should have gone to the hospital. I have it looked at, but I didn't.
1: <laughs> uh, at Christmas, we were just talking about the time my brother shot me in the back of the head with a BB gun.
0: <laughs> is the BB still there?
1: Oh, we think it might be. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: it, it'd be like it's, it's like the Homer thing. Like if we pulled it out, Josh would turn stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I remember I was playing with uh, my cousin's video game system. This is before I had an NES of my own. But both of my cousins were out of town, so we were up unsupervised in their room. I'm playing Excite Bike on the NES, and he's playing with a BB gun loaded. And uh, he's messing with me and I yell, I turn around to yell at him. He fires, it glances off the TV and shoots me in the back of the head. Oh, nice. And yeah, for a long time, I was pretty sure it was still back there. It may still be back there.
0: You should get like a refrigerator magnet and check. (laughs) Um.
2: I can't think of a time It, that just, it just formats Josh's brain.
0: <laughs> I think there was a time... I, I had a time where I, I should have gone to the doctor earlier. And it was one of those... It was almost a reverse of what you had, Josh, where you you just had to have a amazing poop. I had abdominal pain. This is back when I was living at... Um, we were living on Chicago Avenue in Oak Park. Abdominal pain. I was working at Marshall Fields... Hurt like hell, called my mom, ma, it really hurts. She's And her answer was, you just got to take a big shit. You know, That's all you got. That's no big deal. So I let it go for like a week and then finally went to the doctor. And the doctor was like, nah, you got a double hernia. Um, Yikes. Yeah. So I went in for that. Uh, they had hooked me up. The you know, operation went by, no, no big deal. Uh, went in on the recovery. They had set me up with a morphine drip. So anytime I felt pain, I could press a button and I would get a morphine hit. But then, unfortunately, they limited that. It wasn't just like you can get a bunch of them in a row because I would have like seriously OD'd myself. Um,
2: but I, I can totally see how people get addicted to morphine because that shit is oh,
0: crazy. It was so good, man. I mean, I and it was like everybody was in the room with me. Suzanne, the family's all there. I would close my eyes and to hear her talk to you, you would close your eyes for 30 seconds snap your eyes back open and go, why are you guys still here? And we would be like, it's only been 30 seconds. And in my brain, it had been hours. Eventually, they leave. And I had a conversation with Papa Smurf. <laughs> I woke up in the middle of the night, and Papa Smurf was sitting at the foot of my bed. I should never do hard drugs because of just a drip of morphine does this to me. And I remember writing an email about it. I wrote about this and like sent it out to everybody. About the this.
2: The Care Bears were just here.
0: <laughs> uh, nice <laughs> money pit reference. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I had that, and then the next morning, when the guy, the doctor comes in, he's real sarcastic, son of a bitch, too, because he pulls down the covers, he re- looks at me, got the big old bandage across my abdomen, and he goes, "All right, give me an oh my god," and I looked at him, went, "What?" and as I said, "What?" he ripped the bandage off my abdomen. <laughs> I just like, Ouch. oh my god, and he's like, "Very good, very good." Your, your stitches, I'm like, you son of a bitch. If I wasn't tripping balls, I would punch you in the mouth right now. Uh, the
3: Smurf's gonna kick your ass. Yeah,
0: no, <laughs> but no, he uh, it came out all right. I had two, I still have two uh, four inch scars down there on either side, so that was awesome. Not, but then I remember afterwards, I wound up, They said, don't do anything like abdominal, went to my mom's house to recover for a week because I couldn't walk. And she went and went out and rented movies for me. And I remember she got me Heat, and it's the one where the guys the strip from in the the stripper guys sweating to the oldies. No, no, <laughs> uh, st- the strippers, full yeah, stri- the full Monty. Full Monty. She got me Full Monty, which is friggin' hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So I'm They're laughing and food. crying at the same time. Finally, get back to Oak Park. Get bored. Wind up walking to to Val's Halla from. Uh, from my house with recovering from a hernia surgery Jesus I don't know what the hell I was thinking I got there and luckily Reichert was there <laughs> and he drove me home and Val's like what are you doing out of bed it's like, didn't you just have hernia surgery I'm like yeah I don't know why oh, I you, came perfect <laughs> I don't <laughs> Papa Smurf told me to come
3: here <laughs> <laughs> he's a longtime customer so oh,
2: by the way that, that wasn't Adam Rickert that was just a homeless guy
3: <laughs> that wasn't <Hey>. a car. <laughs> <laughs> I rode <laughs> I his pony. Thanks for laughing.
0: <laughs> so, anybody had a close call with death? Uh, you skipped an important one. oh long-term mm-hmm. conditions.
1: Yeah, well, you guys have... I've had arthritis in my hands uh, as long as you guys have known me.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: That is true. Yeah, I, it's got hereditary on my mom's side. It uh, hits... Uh, and it hit me even earlier. I think she got it when she was 15. I've had it since I was 13.
2: Uh, irritable bowel syndrome is the only thing I have. And that has luckily been pretty much cured by probiotics. So oh, Very nice.
3: That's yeah. good. Yeah. Changed um, my life. I got two things. When I, when I was six, I distinctly remember this too. Um, went to the doctor because I was having trouble breathing. And... He ended up, I had asthma. Well, I distinctly remember sitting in the office after they told me that and thinking about, you know, running down the hill and just, you know, being a kid running around and thinking, oh my God, I can't do that anymore because of this debilitating disease or whatever. I didn't know what it was at the time. Um, But, you know, then they put me on inhalers and I got fat after that. Um, But...
2: (laughs) Little did you know how, how much running was not going to mean to you soon.
3: <laughs> right. Because of that. Which that, uh, eventually I, I grew out of it for the most part. I mean, I, I don't have to deal with it anymore. They said, you know, by the time you're 18, you, you may grow out of it, which for the most part I, I have. But um, when I was about 14 was when the first bout of Vertigo hit. And it was fairly mild at that point. But over the course of the past almost 30 years now, it uh, comes and goes. Sometimes I'll have Bouts with vertigo that'll last 24 hours. Sometimes it'll last a week or more. Um, and, you know, there's more to that in the now, but that's been my longest-term condition. Okay.
0: I don't have any... Okay, it's it's weird. I don't have any long-term conditions, but I... Uh...
2: But you're working on cirrhosis.
0: Yeah, working on that. Um... <laughs> no, I don't
1: have any... Like super long.
2: I'm working time. on diabetes. That's that's diabetes. my goal. Diabetes.
0: Diabetes. I'm all for. Yeah. Brady.
1: When we get to the now, when it comes to long term conditions, I, I got a list. Uh, <laughs> so nothing for me. Close
0: calls with death. I have been in in pre 2000. I had been in 13 different car accidents. Wow. Yikes. Yeah. The first one, we were driving a, a little, Ford like station wagon, and we, my mom took a left-hand turn, and we got T-boned by a Cadillac.
2: A classy way to go to the ER.
0: Oh, yeah. Blew me straight back into the back of the car and I was sitting there. That was, we actually almost lost my mom on that one because she had an internal bleeding. And you know how they have visiting hours at hospitals? The doctor was like, yeah, anybody can come in and see you anytime they want. They were coming in and like had a, they drew on her stomach in Sharpie drew a line and were coming in and checking to see if the line was the same length every half an hour because they were afraid that her abdomen was going to start to fill up with uh, blood
2: yeah my dad had internal bleeding after uh, our car accident too yeah but his seatbelt failed
0: yeah so not as dark as I was expecting this have to be but yet there's more
2: well there's there's still you know anybody else close calls with that
1: not me no, no, no. When I was a, kid. I mean, I'm sure there were times when I was riding my bike where I almost got trucked, but like oh, yeah. I don't, and didn't go to a doctor or anything. I just they missed.
2: Yeah. yeah, and and I um, mine was my car accident I've already talked about. That was pretty pretty bad.
0: Yeah, I almost got hit by what was it? It was like a paper truck on one of my cycling tours up in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. That was a near. That was a near miss. Paper trucks in a rainy day on large hills in the U.P.
1: They hurt more if they're made of metal. <laughs> <laughs> if it
2: was raining, it probably wouldn't have done much damage. It would have enveloped you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that got a chuckle.
0: It was a low effort joke. No, it was good. It was good. I think it was. It was plenty. It was good effort there.
2: I was trying to come up with a paper truck joke. You got anything? No. I. I mean. Why? Why try to improve on perfection? True dad Now that joke wasn't perfection. I was just being nice. I don't know. I don't know what came over me.
0: All right. So when we get back, <laughs> we're going to talk about
1: health issues, health and wellness. Now, <laughs> it might be a longer second half since we're all middle aged. Yeah.
2: If I if I make it through the break, that is <laughs> right.
0: So, all all four of us may be here in a little while. You never know. We're going to take 10 and be back in a bit. Alright, so we've discussed health and wellness, injuries, and things from back when we were kids. Post-2000, we're all in our 40s, we all got shit going on.
1: Do we even? Yeah, and there were some rough years pre-middle like, age for some of us after college. I know. Mm-hmm. I didn't have insurance for a long time.
0: Yeah. No, I had... I I've, still do. Ooh. Yeah. Joel? Well, you work for insurance.
3: So. <laughs> right. If I don't have insurance, there's a problem. But That's uh, what I do for a living.
2: I've only had insurance for probably like three years of my adult life.
0: Wow. Hm. So just start the conversation up what if anything do you do to take care of yourself now
2: well that's one of the one of the fortunate things about you know the fact that i haven't had insurances for the shape i'm in i'm in pretty good shape i have been very fortunate to not have any major medical uh catastrophes befall me um i haven't had to have any surgeries since i was you know young um other than the kidney stone, which I'll get to at some point during this half, uh, I haven't had any anything since I was, like, 15. Hmm.
1: Yeah, at this point, my body is just like a robot that's been picking up more and more errors and malfunctions as the years go on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was a time where uh, we thought I might have multiple sclerosis, but it turns out that's not, not a thing. Well, it's a thing, but not mine.
2: Yeah, I was going to uh, say, it's definitely...
1: You know, a- it's a yeah, day. my, yeah, my aunt died from, uh, it was one of the reasons we thought that was where I was headed. Cause yeah, I'll have everything from, uh, eye ex- eyes twitching for no reason to limb spasming for no reason, head snapping, uh, violently to one side for no reason. Turns out you're just possessed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Random dizzy spells though. I haven't had those in a while for a while. They thought it was hypothyroidism and I was on thyroid meds, but, uh, Uh, My last doctor this year said thyroid's normal. The only thing I'm doing daily is taking uh, aspirin 81 for stave off any problems with the heart and taking a multivitamin and extra vitamin D because I got a vitamin D deficiency. And in the winter, uh, chronic condition I picked up at some point in my late 20s, early 30s, I've, I've got mild psoriasis that's triggered by cold weather. I got these nasty red silver plaques that if I don't put lotion on them, my arms will turn into dragon skin, which sounds awesome and is not (laughs) because as soon as you actually do put lotion on them, every one of those cracks in what looks like scales is basically a small open wound and it feels like I've poured liquid fire over the limb. Ah. So yeah, I got to deal with them when they're like dime sized.
2: Good times. <laughs> um, all, all I do is I take uh, daily multivitamins and I take a um, uh, um. Oh, I I always call it a Xanax, and it's not a Xanax. I always screw that up. The Zyrtec. <laughs> I gotta take a Zyrtec you know. because apparently <laughs> I have developed a ragweed allergy. Big
0: difference between <laughs> Zyrtec and Xanax, man. You don't yeah, want to you want to mix
3: that shit up. <laughs> That's allergic to weed, right? <laughs> now,
1: and you said that you've had your stomach problems taken care of by probiotics.
2: Yep. And that's the other thing that I take every day is a probiotics. I, I take a live probiotic. You <clears throat> kind of got to keep in the refrigerator.
1: Hmm. Maybe I got to hmm. switch to that. Cause I randomly get uh, stomach aches after every meal for a while. I'll become lactose intolerant for a couple of months and then it'll go away.
2: I'm telling you, man, probiotics, it literally changed my life. Cause like, is like, like just the feeling of not having to run to the <laughs> bathroom, at, you know, at any point in your life anymore is just—it's worth the price of whatever the probiotics are.
1: Uh, maybe I'll try because I've tried some over-the-counter, non-refrigerated stuff, and it has done absolutely jack yeah, and or shit for definitely me.
2: Definitely stick with the live culture, refrigerated probiotics—they're the best. Make sure it's like an eight billion at least count. deal. They're live.
1: Yep. Well, yeah, I mean, the human body is ten times more bacterial or my, microbial cells than it is human cells. Yep.
4: Ew, I need to be Ball. in the refrigerator. Yep. I
1: okay. just took a
3: biology class. <laughs> add
2: more, basically.
3: Um, well, I take a Zyrtec also, because um, I have allergies to all kinds of stuff. Um, I do take a, a multivitamin. Um, I take iron... Because at one point I was diagnosed with mild anemia. I don't even know if it's still a thing, but I still take the iron, and I do fish oil because my good cholesterol is the only part of my body that's out of whack. Like my blood pressure is good, my everything else is good, but my good cholesterol is is too low. Um, Not think, a fan of avocados. I love avocados. I just i I've tried you know the the nuts. I've tried the avocados. I've tried um, that's the sure, obviously.
0: Wait, no, I, I was thinking of something else. Never mind, keep going.
3: <laughs> so far, nothing's. Uh, gotten he's it. definitely
0: tried
2: the nuts. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah. yeah, I was going
3: to. I love having nuts in my mouth. Um, I haven't been able to get it to uh to increase, but um, actually, that kind of takes me back to pre 2000. I I forgot to mention when I was 14, I was diagnosed with hypertension. Um, I was on medication for a while, and I gotten it under control so i don't have to take anything and i haven't had high blood pressure since i was young 18 19 i don't know whenever that ended but um main thing i do to take care of myself now is just live by the motto that moderation is the key so after losing all the weight then quitting smoking gaining it all back and then losing it all again i refuse to go back to that point so everything I do is in moderation, and I've maintained my weight for, what, 13 years?
1: Good for you, man. I'm I'm on the five-year yo-yo. Mm. <laughs> I got to balloon back up to near 300 pounds, go back down to uh, a little over 200. It, it's amazing to me how much I've ballooned up and back down that uh, I've never had high blood
3: pressure.
2: I pretty much keep gaining and losing the same 20 pounds.
3: No, but at least it's not, you know, anything. It's, it's small amounts. You guys aren't talking about like major.
2: No, I I want to I want to lose fifty pounds. This is my ultimate goal.
1: Yeah, for me it's the same hundred and ten. I
2: gotta get back. I gotta get back down to two hundred pounds. That's when I like look and feel what I think is the best. Because I definitely don't feel healthy at this point in life.
1: Yeah, it's hard to breathe when you're too heavy.
2: <laughs> right. Hard to do anything.
3: Yeah, for sure.
2: I mean, it's like carrying a backpack around
3: with you permanently. But in your front. Unless like you got junk in your be a front pack. Mm, front pack be with cheese. I think that was...
2: He was the guy that uh, toured with Tupac. Tupac Jesus. and front pack. How about
1: you, Mike? What's your daily regimen?
2: <laughs> um, daily regimen.
0: I wake up, I drink an entire pot of coffee. <laughs> I take a multivitamin. Take a couple Kelmag zinc ones, throw a couple in my pocket for later, take some vitamin B, vitamin D. So more than likely, you know, and then halfway through the day, I take the Kelmag zinc again and the vitamin D. Uh, go to work, drink another pot of coffee. Um, strangely enough, I've never been diagnosed with hypertension. I just had a blood test and an exam to get a new. Uh, Life insurance policy, and they—I was on the—not um, not approved. I was I was approved, but what's the word? Preferred, preferred list. So actually, my my premiums for it were actually half the price of what they should have been.
1: Yeah, I got kicked <clears throat> off of the high risk, but that was because of a screw up. Mm. I had a misdiagnosis. When we get to talking about my surgery later, uh, getting prepped for my last set of surgery, I had a misdiagnosis at the start of the process, and it stayed in my medical records, So it gets flagged oh. when they check for term life. And they're like, uh, we've got you having this condition and never having had it addressed. It's like, uh, no, it was addressed. I don't have that.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, they – I mean, actually, this this blood test is just recently, like in the last two weeks – you know, they tested me out for that. And I've never, I mean, I go to the doctor and I get my blood pressure and all that taken. I haven't actually had a checkup in insert X amount of years here, I guess. (laughs) Um, but I have gone for specific, you know, different things. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I don't get enough sleep. I probably drink too much liquor and coffee and, uh, I mean when I go get thing when I do get things checked out it comes back all right. I mean I'm not you know not putting a lot of effort into it. I'm still on like Pat's thing where I'm kind of bouncing around the same 10 pounds. If I can get down to 20, uh, 200, I mean. If I can get down to uh, oh, excuse me. Uh, 190. I I was there. <laughs> I sneezed. Um,
2: oh, I, I thought you just had a stroke in the middle of there. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. Know, no. It, it, what I a tweet. How appropriate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got to grab her. Um, (laughs) Very topical.
1: (laughs) Other weird thing that we found out about me, uh, I can't donate blood. Why? I am not
2: allowed. Because you're undead?
1: No, it's because the cheapo test, the the one that's actually less expensive than uh, what the blood is worth, throws a false positive for hepatitis C antibodies. What? Which triggers an automatic expensive test because they have to confirm that I don't have hepatitis, which I do not never have. Uh, and basically, yeah, I, I uh, donated blood plasma in, in my leaner, and, and I don't mean weight-wise, I mean money-wise, days for money. And I was told, yeah, don't do this again. Ooh. Because it costs us more to test your blood than your blood is worth. That sucks.
4: Wow.
3: Because I I donate blood regularly, um, that would suck. I do. Oh yeah. That does bring up they been,
2: won't take my blood because I'm on a list. You're on a lot of lists.
3: The no fly list. I'm adding you to a list now. <laughs> um, it's funny you mentioned, uh, you know, misdiagnosis or things that, false positives. I have uh latent TB, so when <laughs> whenever I get a TB test, I show up as positive, but I don't. Latent not, TB. What does that mean? That it's not active. Like, huh? it's there, but it's not.
0: I always so, thought it was like a yes or no, you know, like on or off f- type of thing.
3: Nope. If they, they test me for it, it shows up like I currently have it, but I don't. Huh. <clears throat> yeah, it's caused problems in a couple of different instances, but nothing major. Well, I but, but, hadn't thought about that till Josh mentioned his false positive.
0: What about my, you know, Josh, Joel, and I, now that we have wife-kids, things that you don't do anymore?
3: <laughs> uh, I, I was never a risk taker or a person who was too crazy about anything one way or the other. So You? I haven't really had to change much.
0: You weren't, you're not a risk taker?
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, those who know me, I'm... Uh, pretty mild. So yeah, nothing's really changed much.
1: Yeah. When my weight that. gets into the 300 pound range, uh, Sarah and I have a talk and I can get <laughs> defensive and eventually there are changes. Um, I also, I, I am strictly forbidden, uh, from driving drunk anymore, which was a big problem for me.
3: Mm. That's a good thing.
1: Yeah, it's it's a, it was horrible, and I'm uh, lucky I never hurt anyone else or myself. But it's just one of those things. If you're Gen X and you came up in certain, I find a lot of people from our generation are either t- it's no big deal or are oh my god, I would never do that if I buzzed and I touched the keys, everyone's going to explode. Well, we and had that. I was from a former group. Yeah, we
0: had that hammered into us all through high school. You know,
3: yeah, I'm probably the latter group.
0: <laughs> um,
2: I've driven plenty of times when I probably shouldn't have. I will admit, but it's not like a habit. But I've done it more than more than six times. I would say.
1: Yeah, there there were a couple of years there where it was pretty bad.
2: I had I had I've told you the guys that trip that I had to New Orleans where I literally do not even remember driving back, and I was like, okay, that's probably the worst I've ever done.
3: Oof. Yeah, that's a bad sign, dude.
2: Because I can usually remember, and then uh, the night of my dad's memorial, I probably should not have driven home either.
1: Yeah, I, I can remember one one point. Uh, I remember being fed tequila shots, and uh, one of the girls I was with kept buying me pints of Guinness because she was just amazed. She didn't. She's like, I, I can't believe you're gonna finish another one. She thought it was hilarious. And eventually the bar closed, and that's when I stopped drinking. And I vaguely remember uh, traveling from exit, uh, exit down on Division to LaGrange the long way. It took me like two hours to get home. I don't remember most of it. I remember standing in a play, children's playground peeing, <laughs> and I remember pulling into my driveway. By that time, school had already started. Right. <laughs> Josh is on a list too. Yeah, it's uh, I, not something I'm proud of, but it's definitely something that Sarah said. This is this is something that stops.
2: Yeah. I um, I have a piece of art due to the whole you know pulling over and peeing in a random place because I peed in a Chicago alley on one of my trips. As I'm standing there peeing, I look in the, you know next to the dumpster, and somebody was throwing away. A, 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 and I looked at him like, "This is actually pretty nice." <laughs> I just opened up my trunk, threw the art in, took off.
3: So back to our health.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I got I got nothing on that man.
2: Was
1: was it was
2: such a random way? I was like, oh, well, I actually kind of like this.
4: It was like,
1: well, and that's the thing is, it's one of those things where like you think you're okay doing it until suddenly you're not, and everyone knows you should have known better.
0: My my big come to Jesus moment was when I. The group of people I was hanging out with at Gen Con one year paid a homeless man twenty dollars carry me back to the hotel. Which is an it's amazing story. Well yeah, which is an amazing story <laughs> for another time, but I wound up You you kind of reassess things when you wake up in the emergency room wearing a tag on your wrist that
1: says John Doe. <laughs> <laughs> if it were me, they would have needed forty dollars and two homeless dudes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a
0: story for another time, but uh what about, yeah, what about us, Joel? Yes. Us with children. And, um, and what maybe maybe Josh with dog. Have you had any... God, they shoved 13 Red Hots up their nose stories? And had to go to the emergency room with the kids type of thing?
3: Uh, my kids never did anything or have not done anything <laughs> to date. You, however,
0: that, have shoved 14 Red Hots <laughs> up your nose.
3: That involved things up the nose. However, um, there was... An instance where, when we were still living in Colorado, um, we we had a, a two-story um, house, and Juliana and Isaiah were playing where they would slide down the stairs, mm. and <laughs> Juliana thought, you know, she should give him a push. <laughs> and he broke his collarbone. Oh jeez. So um, I didn't know that there was a push. I thought he just had tried to go down and hurt himself. I just found this out last week. Oh, God. Before we decided to do the show, I was told this story and I never heard it before. Two. And I was like, You did what? And she's like, Yeah, we figured we probably shouldn't tell you what really happened, but.
0: <laughs> Her <reasoning laughs> so, is like, Well, you've um, seen him walk. I mean, it's completely legit.
3: <laughs> the other instance, since you mentioned pets, uh, I do remember one instance where um, there's a period where we had little cream cheese packets in the house. This is when we were living in the garden apartment in Oak Park. As pets? This was Buster. Oh. Um, We had the little cream cheese packets, and they used to end up just kind of staying out uh, because someone didn't throw them away, not me. And (laughs) Buster at some point decided that, uh, you know, this smelled good, so I'm going to eat it. So he ate the entire cream cheese packet, which if you've seen the, the elongated cream cheese packets, they're like kind of a metal lead type material, the Philadelphia ones that are silver. Yeah. Uh, they're kind of thick. They're not exactly like m- very malleable. He ate the whole thing? He ate the whole thing. And so, you yeah, know, it's almost
2: like an aluminum foil. kind I, I,
3: I asked the vet, you know, I'm like, do we need to bring him in? And, and Dr. John's like, no, no, it'll pass. So, uh, you know, a day or so later, he's taking a shit and he's having trouble. And I realized that there's a half a cream cheese packet covered in shit coming out of his ass. That he then pooped, and there's a whole cream cheese packet covered in shit.
2: And did you put it on a bagel?
3: The shit? <laughs> the cream cheese shit? <laughs> no. Nothing threw it away, but I, that must have hurt like a son of a bitch. That's,
1: that's dogs for you, though. They they make you love them and then try to find it creative ways to kill themselves.
0: <laughs> yes. Same as children. We haven't had any ER issues with the girls. I mean, <laughs> which is good because we have our own own issues. I have, actually have thought about this like talking about, you know, whether or not I would talk about this, but my whole thing with uh, Katie is she's got cystic fibrosis. So, and I just Suzanne and I discovered that we're carriers. And you guys all know this, but she's doing great. Um for a for a kid taking too many pills that she does, but she's you know we go to the shes had more than her fair share of blood tests and all that so that's a regular thing for us, but there's never been any uh you know like split i mean i'm i i the hurt yourself gene was not passed on through me <laughs> now my sister's kids, the oldest one broke his arm falling off the Arm of the couch, got a cast, got it off, went outside, fell off the little bitty slide that they had there, broke his arm again in the exact same spot. Jeez. Um,
2: that, that that kid is is like a Tasmanian double.
0: Oh yeah, you've you've met him. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah, he's he's continually on. Um, they have like a punch card at the ER for him. <laughs> you know, like after 10, 10 visits, they get a free frosty. Ooh. Yeah. He's
2: one of those kids that he has he has two modes. He's asleep or he's
1: 100%.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's him. But uh, how about Josh? Has uh, Chewie done anything ridiculous?
1: I mean, he's constantly trying to eat stuff that'll hurt him. <laughs> and, of course, uh, about this time last year, he decided to bark at a skunk and it got him right in the mouth. Oh. So he started uh, foaming yellow foam. That's yeah. a lovely smell to come into the house. <laughs> Foaming skunk smell. Ugh. Oh, yeah. It was it was awful in here from, like, early December th- through our New Year's party, pretty much. And Ooh. it's just, you could smell it on his breath up to, like, two months ago.
0: <laughs> Poor thing. you you imagine barking at something and getting that straight down the
1: throat? <laughs> and he's a terrier with that ratter gene, so he's never going to learn. Mm. If he sees another skunk, he's going to do it again.
0: <laughs> no way this can happen twice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Could be wrong. Checkups now. Broken bones now. Any long-term conditions now? Uh,
3: well, to go back to the vertigo thing, um, I have since, in the past two years, ended up in the hospital twice because of vertigo, um. I had it under control. I mean, I'd learned how to kind of live with it and get through the the periods when it would come. But the last two years in a row, right around the same time each year, one of them happened while we were recording, actually, um, last year. But I've had these spells where it's come on, and last year when we were recording, I just noticed that I was having trouble, like... Things were starting to spin. I was having trouble, like... Concentrating, I felt like I was going to vomit. And as soon as the show was over, I'm like, I got—I don't even know if I made it through the show. I think I did. No, you—you took off um,
2: earlier. I remember you, that? You one. Uh, did I? You had to leave like ten minutes left in the show.
3: Okay. I couldn't remember if I, but I just remember I took off my headphones, went to the bathroom, and proceeded to start vomiting for quite a while. I couldn't sit up; like it would—the room was spinning so badly, and my head felt like it was, you know, a hundred pounds that I literally could not hold myself up. I fell over. And uh, eventually, you know, I had to wake Julianne up and she called 911 and uh, um, Amy. And then they both showed up around the same time and I took an ambulance ride for the second time. The first time I was driven, this time it was an ambulance, to the hospital, to which they can't really do anything for it except um, give you anti-anxiety, medications and like Dramamine type stuff. Hmm. So to, cause you know, the, the, when you get into that mindset, the stress level exacerbates it and makes it worse. So they can calm you down. Things can kind of settle and you can deal with the, the, the regular level of vertigo instead of the hell level. So now I've got medicine in the cabinet from the last time that they prescribed that I haven't touched. So if it comes back this year, it's usually between February and March ish. I will, uh, I'll be prepared.
0: It's kind of weird that there's like a time.
2: Right?
3: And it was never like that before. It was just kind of random. I'd get it like once, twice a year.
2: Could it have to do with like barometric pressure and stuff? I,
3: I, I went to an audiologist. I had a couple hours worth of tests done. They determined what kind of vertigo it was, but they couldn't figure out a trigger. So, is it a
2: BP, Yeah.
3: Okay. Benign proximal, uh, vertigo. So,
2: isn't that that a droid in there? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you. Um,
3: so <laughs> oh, we'll see i mean i i'm coming up on that time frame again so sometime in the next few months could happen but this time i feel a little less stressed about it because i know i've got medication to hopefully there's
2: a plan of attack right so <laughs>
3: that's a positive
2: did you really keep it that far away from your bathroom the medication yeah
3: uh it's in the medicine cabinet
2: oh i, I thought you said think. it was in your kitchen sorry
3: that's where the medicine cabinet is. You
2: have a you, medicine cabinet in your kitchen?
3: You well, should, well, got a
2: you
0: got a cabinet where you put the medicine. Therefore, yes. it is the medicine cabinet.
1: Joel oh, exactly. actually lives in, in a wanna, submarine.
2: So I don't have that much. <laughs> <laughs>
3: what? He said I live in a submarine. No, because both I have two medicine cabinets in my bathroom, but the main bathroom that's closest to where I am most of the time doesn't have a medicine cabinet. So I think you need to send
4: Pat
0: a a diagram of your house.
3: I'm going to send you a, a diagram, Pat.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I only know what BPPV is because it was one of the things that they thought maybe I had with the dizzy spells, but mm. uh, it doesn't look like it. Uh, there's there's still a bunch of just mystery symptoms. <laughs> oh. Well, look just
3: at the bright the side, on. Joel.
0: I mean, at least you've okay. never been to the ER to get meat stuck, taken out of your throat.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Let's not bring up that. That's, that's HIPAA violation we can't bring up.
0: Can't bring up. We just know that happened. I
3: mean, it happened uh-huh. to someone. Yes, I'm I'm currently
1: on week five or six of uh, sciatic time. pain. Ugh. Uh, the first two it. weeks it was so bad I couldn't sit down, which sucks if you drive for a living, especially considering it's in my right leg. And I mean, my ankle hurts now. Um, I probably need to schedule something with the doctor, I'm not concerned about the sciatica. It will probably go away eventually on its own. It's if there's something pressing on the nerve that is more serious that I don't know about, like an infection, a slip disc, a tumor. That's, that's, that's worst case scenario. But I mean, it could be,
2: Is, is it a weight related issue?
1: Sciatic. Uh, not typical. Uh, the sciatic nerve is a nerve that runs from your lower back down through your buttocks all the way down your leg to your ankle. So if anything puts pressure on it, uh, which is frequently from a slipped disc, uh, you'll have pain radiating from your butt all the way down to your ankle. And for
3: yeah. me, it's worse in my ankle. It hurts like hell, dude. Because I've had issues with that, not like to the level you have. But I get that to where it's right underneath my left butt cheek to where I I, I limp. I can't walk correctly because it hurts so bad.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. When my first week, uh, I I was limping super bad. And you can kind of walk the limp off because it's not as bad if you're standing. Uh, Also, sometimes you feel pins and needles in your foot. I actually have that right now, uh, pain in the ankle and pins and needles in the foot. Yeah. And uh, I was having to take breaks from everything and just lay down a couple of weeks ago when we missed an update. It was like cars were blowing up and Mike was out of town and I couldn't sit. Yeah, that's, that's what it was. Yeah. What
0: about times that you should have gone to the doctor recently?
1: Well, there was, when I should have gone to the doctor and couldn't, mm. um, for the years I didn't have insurance, uh, both of my molars right next to the wisdom teeth on the lower jaw were slowly crushed by the wisdom teeth that are growing in sideways. Duh. Uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm missing those two teeth, and uh, they were taken out the hard way.
2: That's pretty but- metal.
1: Yeah, by, by like a at-the-speed-of-bone-growing vice that got tighter every single day. And both of them broke in completely different times, both biting into a uh, slice of uh, cooked frozen pizza. I'm, I'm saying cooked because you assholes will say, <laughs> oh, you've got to cook it first. but no yeah yeah, i just happened to be eating pizza both times uh when each of those molars cracked and i eventually had to go in for emergency dental to get like the shards taken out of my gums yikes but i just played through the pain with both of them until the nerves died and it didn't hurt anymore god damn i have one Uh, my pain tolerance is pretty high so when i say something hurts it fucking hurts.
2: Mm. I that's how I am too, actually. Because when the kidney stone happened, I was like, this is serious. Because like, I usually don't, yeah, nothing bothers me this much. Yeah, About six years ago, I went through a kidney stone bout when I was traveling across the country. Yeah, I tell got, us about it. Good time I for got, it. I got stuck in Little Rock. Um, I was just, basically, I just started feeling like some... Um, It felt like random kidney pain, which I get every now and then because I drink way too much soda. Um, And it just started getting worse and worse. And before I knew it, I was like curled up in the fetal position on my mom's bed. And my cousin just happened to hear me at one point, like moaning, like some kind of, I don't know. Big moaning thing. Yeah, some kind of thing that moans a lot, you know. Like a
1: slow curly?
4: (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah. Long story short, I had a uh, like a pencil eraser sized kidney stone that um, they had to like use the the um, sonar to break it up into pieces so I could pass it. They had to break that, it with and a. And that was, I mean, I would that that was painful. <clears throat> I was like thrashing thrashing around.
1: Yeah, my mom had that and had to have the lithotripsy, and the attack happened while we were at Disneyland. Yeah. yeah. She she missed the Disney vacation because she had to go to the ER. Ah.
2: Almost as bad as the kidney stone was the uh, re- the reaction to the Demerol that I had that they put me on when they sent me home b- before my surgery. Wow! Because that stopped me up like a cork. Well, that's and a great visual because, right there. Yeah, like like Josh talking about in the then when he you know his first whatever major yeah I I had to go into the ER again just for the for the constipation that the Demerol caused and. I mean, it, it was, you know, sorry for the listeners that aren't going to appreciate this, but it was the the most gratifying shit I ever took when I finally you know <laughs> went into the bathroom. And it was so, it was so gloriously bad that like I forgot to lock the door, and somebody opened up the door, and I didn't even give, I didn't even care. I was like, whatever, man, take it all in.
0: <laughs> if you're familiar with our listeners, Pat, they're probably all nodding in approval right now.
2: Yeah, yeah, if, that's
1: true. Anyone who is going to be grossed out, checked out, like. Ten minutes ago.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have. I have so one yeah, time. That, that, Demerol. I mean, I will never take Demerol again because it constipated me so fucking bad. It was absolutely ridiculous. But I am on the morphine train. If I could, you know, if anybody can find some morphine. Oh man, this stuff was that was the only thing that touched me, and it's because it's like a sledgehammer. Yeah. And there's no, there's no subtlety to morphine. Morphine is like we're just gonna dull everything.
4: <laughs> <Woo-woo>. <laughs>
2: I can see why they use it on the battlefields because it works quick and it and it just you don't care about shit after you' after you take some morphine and you're like hey man my leg's gone whatever
3: let's <laughs> get a visit from Papa Smurf Hello Papa Smurf
2: I
0: see <laughs> we meet again uh, I went to the doctor once when I shouldn't have went to the doctor it just and I got to, uh, he he suggested that I may have depression and he prescribed something and a first warning should have been that there was no copay Went to, the, went to the pharmacy, gave them the ticket, and they're like, hey, here you go, here you go. I'm like, oh, how much is it? They're like, oh, it's free.
4: <laughs>
0: I, I took that for a few weeks, and I didn't give a shit about anything. I'm like all my personnel. this is, I mean, this is that brief, you know that chunk of time where the, the four of us really didn't talk too much? Uh-huh. That's that. Um, Are <laughs> so I, you I, saying
2: you're happier without us? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, what,
0: I'm, what I'm saying is that with, with no... This this is my antidepressant right now right here. That's exactly what this is. Um, I should never take those again. I mean, I just didn't give a shit. My all my personality, I was just the most plain white piece of paper you've ever seen in your life. It's like terrible. I mean, even Susan, like, sure,
2: I work overtime. Hey,
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever. It's all right. You know, and e- Suzanne was even like, you need to stop taking this now. Um, which probably echoes back to me the time when I took just a drip of morphine that uh, I should stay away from these sort of things. Um, how about surgeries? Surgeries in this time? eh? eh? Oh,
2: yeah. That was the only one I've had as an adult.
1: What uh, do you got? <clears throat> well, I had one. Uh, I don't even know if it actually took me out, but it was during the time of this podcast. I had my gallbladder out. Got to be... T- Coming up on three years ago now? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, dude. Uh, gallstone pain, it's it's so difficult to describe. It's, it's like everything, it starts out as dull and only like a pain four, but it never lets up. And then it's like acid is eating you from the inside and you have to vomit all the time. And vomiting makes it feel better for just a little bit until you run out of stuff to vomit. But you don't stop.
2: Yeah, my niece has gone through that before she's had her gallstone removed as well. That was incredibly yeah, vivid. It was
1: awful. It was like any time I had more than just a little bit of fat. Like I, I, if I had have any meat that had fat in it, I'd have an attack.
3: Or any fried food. That would suck.
1: Dude, oh. it was awful, and uh, it got so bad that the attacks are unbearable. They are uh, constant pain for 12 to 13 hours, Jesus. Goddamn. Uh, vomiting the entire time. So happy when I got it out. I do think some of my current stomach problems are because I don't have a gallbladder, hmm. and my body just has not adjusted yet to the bile dripping straight from where it's created into the stomach without having the bladder to hold it. So that's why I'm a little bit hesitant to do anything crazy when it comes to my constant stomach problems, is because some of them probably are because of the gallbladder surgery. The <clears> gall of that <throat> bladder. <clears throat> uh,
0: Joel, any big old surgery?
3: I'm I Mr. No Surgery.
0: You're Mr. No, oh, that's right.
3: Pat? Yeah. Like I said,
2: no, uh, other than the kidney stone, that's it. For, as yeah. an adult
0: my big my big one for the last well say let's say post two thousand and three, which is significant because that is the year that Sophie was born.
4: <laughs>
0: I got clipped and, yeah, oh man, they were like, well, you know, do you want us to do a local anesthetic or do you want to get knocked out? I was like, knock my ass out. I want no recollection of you doing anything. <laughs> um, it was an adventurous afternoon uh, went in. They shot me full of, you know, got me all prepped and ready, shot me full of the stuff to get me ready for the anesthesia, um, which that final wall that is up in my head, if you give me that shot, that final wall comes down (laughs) and you get full unfiltered mic at that point. And I recall the orderly wheeling me into the surgery room and the whole time I'm going through the halls, I'm looking up at him and going, when I come out, will I be a real woman? (laughs) <laughs> and uh, the last thing I recall, is they, when they do the surgery, they actually strap your arms down because they don't want <clears throat> you to accidentally wake up and have somebody, you know, playing with your junk and you freak out on them, that sort of thing. So they put your arms straight out and they Velcro your arms down to these boards that come out from under the uh, surgery surgical table. And the last thing I recall is... You know, the anesthesiologist is going, You know, okay, well, you're about to go under. You know, and jokingly, she goes, do you have any last things to say? Now, I'm stretched out, arms straight out from a side to me. She goes, do you have anything to say before you go under? And I go, forgive them, Father. They know not what they do. <laughs> and the last thing I heard was the, was the uh, doctor going, holy shit. Um, <laughs> then when I woke up, I repeatedly introduced Suzanne to the same nurse. Every time the nurse that was taking care of me on post-op was coming to the room. Have you met my wife? She's fantastic. Apparently when I'm on drugs, everything is fantastic. (laughs) I love that one. (laughs) Every nurse would leave the room for like two seconds, come back. This is my wife. She's fantastic. I'm cold. They give me a blanket. I'm thirsty. And then finally I started complaining because they kept giving me ice water. Like, why are you giving me ice water when I'm telling you that I'm cold? So then they started giving me warm water, but... uh, it was, a, it was a great thing. Then I got to come home and sit with uh, frozen peas on my balls, and uh, my bonus to that was I got my Xbox Live account from that and played Halo with friends who were really confused about what was going on because they got the headset and everything, so I was all doped up on these huge ibuprofens and stuff and <laughs> online chat while gaming, too, so that was fun. Did you eat the peas? Yeah, I don't want to throw away the good peas, man. I mean, they were dick in a peas. bag. I mean, it wasn't just they like just a handful. Throw away crotch peas. Yeah, it wasn't like a handful of peas. It was like in a bag. Dick peas. Dick peas. Yeah, don't throw away the dick peas. <laughs> so uh, now that we're all over forty, how many of us have had a prostate check?
2: Yeah.
3: I've had one. I've had two. We're talking checks, not fingers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even, even though no, I'm not going there again. Yeah, no. They've, 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 twice cuz i have been through a few different doctors in the last few years.
2: I've had the full on colonoscopy.
1: Yeah, if you I want to hear about 40. you want to hear about that,
0: well listen to the uh, Peter Pan show.
2: Yeah.
1: Don't listen to the Peter Pan. Show. <laughs> That's like a colonoscopy. Um I haven't
2: had I check myself every now and then, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, in the shower with Vaseline is not well, I could I guess it could be. Never wait. Touche. It's clinical enough. Yeah. I still have not.
1: Really? Dude, you got to get that done at
3: our age.
2: I'll do it for you next time
1: Is I'm up
3: a Newbie. Good to know. All
2: right. I'll, ch- I'll check you out next time I'm up in Chicago.
3: I was um, going to say, when, uh, next year at Gen Con, that's uh, part of our over there. We'll,
2: that'll be that'll be the encore to Penis Puppet Theater. We'll,
3: we'll do like a daisy chain, but with prostate exams. <laughs> You feel anything? Nope. You all right, anything? guys. What
2: you're looking for?
3: <laughs> Weirdest Ooh. panel ever. Full bumps. Testicular <laughs> <laughs> check next.
0: Forty going and fourteen did a panel. They all stood up, turned to the left, and showed their fingers up each other's asses. What the hell is this? It's
1: like the gamer centipede.
2: <laughs> uh, damn it! I was trying to. Do, I was trying to come up with a human centipede joke.
3: <laughs> oh shit!
2: The lamest is the lamest version of human centipede.
3: So, the next question with the ER visits. Um, you guys have been talking about morphine a lot, so let me tell you my morphine story. So, morphine. I uh.
2: I need morphine. Power Rangers.
3: I, with the whole <laughs> vertigo thing, you know, I got used to when that would come. That you know, there, I, I kind of knew what it was like. Well, symptoms started out similar to that, so I thought it was just the a uh, uh, another attack of vertigo. Well. <clears throat> Turns out um, that it turned into something much, much worse, and I thought my head was going to explode. I thought I was going to die by everything. I couldn't couldn't do bright lights. My head felt like it was just it was just <laughs> awful. So Turns out you're I actually a gremlin. ER. What's that? I
0: I said you're actually discovered you're a gremlin. You know, bright light <laughs> <and> shit.
4: <laughs> bright light, bright light.
3: That's true. No. Um. So then. I got to the ER. They put me in a dark room. Uh, you know, they examined me and they're like, "We need to run some tests, but you know, let's get you some relief." So, what do they do? Morphine. Ah. And all I remember is sitting like in a, you know, it was like a where your legs are out straight and then the back is leaned back a little bit. And I was sitting there, and Amy was there at the time, and uh, I remember. Kind of going in and out of consciousness, talking to her and then waking up uh, and they're like, okay, we need to do a spinal tap.
4: I'm like,
3: what? what? <laughs> this is not how I want to wake up from morphine. Where's Papa Smurf? So um, they did a spinal tap. And I've, so I've had that done. And it turned out I had viral meningitis. So yeah. being that it's viral, they can't treat it with anything.
1: Yeah, that shit's hardcore.
3: So, I spent the next month and a half on the couch in the dark with no TV, no nothing on. Uh, every time I stood up, my head felt like it was going to explode. So, if I had to go to the bathroom, it was painful. Um, and after the month and a half ish or so, when it finally started to subside and I could start to function again, <laughs> guess what? The vertigo hit. No shit. Jesus, holy I shit. I about a vertigo for a week after that. Uh, I thought I was being punished for something. <laughs> when it was this? Awful. This was 2003 because Juliana had bacterial meningitis about a month before mine hit, and she'd been in the hospital for two weeks. She was about three months old, um, and she was in the hospital for hers, but hers was bacterial, so they put an IV in her head and treated it. But
0: wait, in her meningitis? head?
3: Yeah, when you're an infant, they can't.
0: Oh, okay, I.
3: Yeah. So, so she had an IV in her head and this was when I still owned the restaurant. So, uh, yeah, she was there for two weeks and then about a month later is when mine hit. Huh? Yeah. I've had morphine once.
1: Well, and now that we've hit ER visits, you, you would think that I, I'd be out of stories of weird (laughs) conditions, but I, I've got three that have sent me to the ER in the last 10 years. (laughs) Jesus. Good God. Uh, One is pretty benign, and I think it's related to the uh, wisdom teeth. Occasionally, I'll get this pain, starts in my jaw. And if I don't address it very, very quickly, it travels up to the top of my head, down my spine, and then it feels like my chest is being crushed. But I can take care of it by drinking cold water. So So long as it hits me when I'm at home, I'm good. If it hits me when I'm driving... It's really bad. It's only hit me uh, at really bad times, a couple of times. Like,
2: so it's that uh, quick and in that instant?
1: Like I start to feel it, and I know I've got about two minutes before it's traveled to my head and about another minute before it feels like it's crushing my chest. Damn. One time it hit while uh, Sarah and I were going to County Hospital down to Strozier, and it hit when I was getting onto the shuttle bus to go over to the hospital. God damn. So, yeah, I I found myself running through the halls of Stroger trying to get to a water fountain when we were there for something for Sarah.
4: Hmm.
1: Um, The other uh, weird thing put me into the ER a couple of Octobers ago. I think it was last year or the year before. Uh, I'll get random severe chest pains which fat and 40, you'd think, oh, this is a heart thing. But uh, they kept me overnight. They ran all of the blood work. They did the stress ch- test, and they are like, well, we know it's not cardiac. And I'm like, well, what is it? We don't know that. We just know it's not cardiac. Huh. So, uh, yeah, that's that's a thing that happens. And the other thing that I've had only two uh, episodes with and I, I'm hoping that we've got some medical genius that is listening to all my symptoms. And <laughs> Dr. House is listening. Is like, holy shit, all these things come together and they're one thing. Uh, He's
2: got alligator bird flu.
1: Believe it or not, this Ooh. is called exploding head syndrome. Uh, it's something that happens when you're going to sleep or you're waking up and you hear an explosion inside your head. Like someone has set off a bomb and huh. it's terrifying. You have that? Yeah, I, I've only had it go off twice, but it is so fucked up when it happens. I would call that
0: transfer syndrome, if anything.
1: Oh no, look it up. It's like it's, it's 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 a thing. Ah, scanners. It, it, it yeah, called ex, it's called exploding head syndrome. God damn, it's weird. <clears throat> yeah, and it uh, have sounds you been by an alien. Not that I know of. Maybe yeah, when Sarah I was peeing in the neighbor. playground.
2: Is 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 Sarah an alien?
1: It would explain a lot, wouldn't it?
2: Yeah. Hmm.
1: But yeah, no, that's, uh, yeah. EHS has only hit me twice, huh. but the, the jaw thing is, I'd probably say, uh, three times every five months and the chest thing I haven't had in a while, but it used to, sometimes it would hit pretty severe. And when you're my age and size, you don't fuck around with chest pain. Hmm. You don't say it's probably this thing that I know is nothing. Right. It could be a heart attack this time. Hmm. So that's why, even though I've had no cardiac problems, I'm taking the low dose aspirin every day.
3: Right. No reason to take a chance with something. That's not going to hurt you to take a little.
1: Right. Huh? So yeah, I'm wondering if all of these things are connected, but uh, that'd be awesome. If it was one weird rare condition that is treatable.
0: So Oh, I'm trying to lighten the mood here. Has anybody had any wacky ER visits, eh? Eh? He says hoping. Eh? No.
4: I
3: don't. I don't go for oh. wacky things.
0: I've, I've, I've had one when I worked for Starbucks.
3: Um, Let's hear about
0: that. Yeah, let, it's fun. It's a fun story. He says trying to pull this tale spin out. Um, I worked at Starbucks. I standing there morning rush that sort of thing conversations happening and i just dropped hit the ground uh thankfully one of the regular there's a medical group in the building and one of the nurses was in line she saw me drop and the thing the thing with me is that everybody initially was like oh that's real funny mike's goofing around again and then they realized that i couldn't stand back up um she comes over, checks me out, says you got to go to the ER right now. I go over to Downers Grove, uh, what's a, um, whatever the D- Downers Grove Hospital is. They put me in a EKG, not EKG. What's the big machine? You hold real still. Scans your head. What's it called? MRI. MRI machine. Scan my head. Um, doctor comes back in after about forty-five minutes. He goes, "All right, you either have an inner ear infection." Or a brain or tumor. Or a brain tumor. <laughs> I'm just like, Jesus Christ, Doc, there's no middle of the road here? I mean, it's like, you need some, you got an allergy pill or you're going to die. He's like, well, I'm leaning more towards the inner ear infection. So as it turns out, thankfully, I just had an inner, inner ear infection that was really thrown off my balance and I fell down a lot. That wasn't as funny as I thought it was going to be. <laughs>
1: Hey, it was sunshine and rainbows compared to my last segment. I know,
2: right? (laughs) I I forgot one thing about uh, when I was younger. I had uh, when I was a teenager, I had a lot of migraines all the time. Oh yeah, and I actually had to go in and get a CAT scan and all this kind of stuff. We were afraid, you know, it was and never found out what it was. And I, I don't get them anymore, luckily. I mean, I, I, I can, I get headaches. But they're no, nothing like, you know, the migraines I used to get. You know, they used to be the type where I'd have to lay in a dark room like Joel was talking about, you know. Just I get no, that. No I get light, those no once nothing. in a while. Yeah, I don't get them anymore, thank goodness.
1: Migraines presenting abnormally was the working theory when I uh, stopped because no one was giving me answers uh, on the combination EHS and dizziness and all that shit. Yeah, I, yeah. that's what it could be. Occasionally, uh, well, when I worked
0: back when I worked for Caribou, I got a migraine that was. I, I, when they're really bad, I will go blind in my right eye. Oh, like That's... my the the blood the blood con- my uh, blood vessels constrict so much that I start to go blind. Um, so the first time that happened, I was working at Caribou Coffee and I flipped my shit, which did nothing to help the situation, oh. and I wound up in the emergency room, uh, with a ibuprofen drip until it went away. Hmm. Uh, the most recent one actually happened, I say about six, seven months ago, where I woke up to go to work, and <laughs> I woke up to go to work, and Susanna's like, "You're not going in today." I'm like, "No, I'm, I'm fine, I'm fine." She goes, "No, you're not. You're not going in today. You have a migraine." I'm like, "Yeah, I got a headache. Why?" She goes, "Because an hour ago you woke up, walked into the bathroom, threw up, and then came back to bed." She's like, "You're not going in." So. I have a sleep mask hanging on my uh, corner of my bed. And occasionally, when I get those migraines, I have to have like pitch black. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. Yeah. Anybody else had ice pick headaches? Oh, I sure. to,
2: yeah. I don't. Oh, wow. Again, I don't get those anymore. I mean, but yeah, back yeah.
1: fucking awful.
2: Yep. Anybody else none have it? Nothing's worse than the cluster bombs, and luckily oh. I never got those. So yeah, cluster headaches are.
0: Oh, no. And anybody have a tapeworm? Eh.
1: No. Oh, we probably should address this in the first half of the show. What? How many of us uh, have the typical childhood ailments, uh, chicken pox? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: I had my tonsils taken out. I had chicken pox.
3: I had chicken pox, yep.
1: I had
2: chicken I had
0: pox, still have my tonsils.
1: Did you have the pox? I, I could I missed that. Oh,
0: yeah, I do. I did.
1: <laughs> I do,
3: still. Yeah,
1: it's I I, I had the chicken pox, and uh, I still have the... Uh, scar on the end of my nose looks like a tiny golfer hit a tiny divot out of the end of my nose. I wonder what that was. Which is crazy because my mother had the exact same scar in the exact same place from chicken pox when she was the same age.
0: Uh, Yeah, we all, my, all three of us got chicken pox at the same time and my, I think my sister, sister, one of them got it so bad they had like on their eyelids. Yeah, so that's fucked
1: up have uh, all of your kids had the po- chicken pox or
0: no but they have no. they haven't they have a um a shot for it now they have an immunization for it now ah yeah see now I got the chicken pox the last out of my my brother and sister brother sister me I got sent to my to my parent my grandparents house when I had it and I'm thinking they weren't real serious about the uh contractability of this because i recall being there and like hey you want to go to get a hot dog I'm like yeah okay you're gonna get it and bring it back and she's like nah come on we'll walk over i remember being like and then giving me quarters to go play in the arcade at the hot dog stand so i'm wondering how many other people i infected by playing space invaders <laughs> yikes i know right
3: That's a good
1: question <laughs> I, I got or, mine late, too. <laughs> yep. I, I think mine was sophomore year of high school. Ooh. So, And it's bad when you get it late. I, I was uh, sequestered for a week, uh, basically, in an upstairs room away from everybody in the family. Every Everybody. <laughs> I had a bunch of fantasy novels and calamine lotion. Mm, no. That's not even the fun kind of lotion.
2: Yeah. Was, it a, was it an ocean of it?
0: Ocean of calamine
2: lotion. Billy,
3: really uh, ocean of calamine lotion. <laughs> Get out of my dreams.
0: Is that a unit
3: of measurement?
1: Get, Get into
3: my, my ocean. medicine cabinet. Oh, I don't know. No, yours is better.
1: So all four Good of basketball. us have got sh- <laughs> all four of us has got have got shingles to look forward to. Probably.
0: Hooray!
1: Yeah. <clears throat> all right. I and just want to bring things down a little bit.
2: That works. Why shingles?
1: If uh, you had uh, chickenpox, it's very likely to show up when you get into your 50s again as shingles.
2: Oh, nice.
1: Yeah, good to look for, huh? That's
3: awesome. Good. My roof might need it by then. So,
0: That's the joke. Uh-huh. Anybody close calls with death? Nope.
3: No, uh, knock on wood. And, Thank uh, God. Does suicide count? For a guy my age, I'm I'm in good shape. I'm
0: trying to bring the show up here,
1: Pat. Help me with this. <laughs> 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 Shit, <No>. dude. <laughs> yeah. uh, I thought I thought when uh, we didn't know what the uh, gallbladder was that it was going to kill me, but uh, fortunately, it was pre-diagnosed because Sarah had hers out. Hmm. So I was able to describe the pain. She's like, that's your gallbladder. And then I, uh, I went in to get it checked out. And at first they diagnosed me with a uh, malfunctioning spleen, which is what I was talking about with the health, uh, life insurance. Okay. They they misdiagnosed it as some problem with my spleen. Yeah. So that's, that's sitting on my medical records. That's always nice
0: when you have somebody else that can tell you hey, no, this is what this is. like. Every now and then I'll be like, oh, God, Suzanne, she's like, oh, this hurts, that hurts. She's like, you're on your period, bitch. <laughs> uh, thank you for laughing at that, Josh. I wasn't sure where that was going to go.
4: No, um, I thought that was funny. <laughs> just
1: I know, Suzanne, and just envisioning that scene made me laugh. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so... I hope you all had a good time. <laughs> it didn't go that dark. Uh, it actually went less dark than I thought it was going yeah, a to. A hell of a lot because less dark than... We never talked
2: about cancer, and Yeah. Not...
1: Yeah, a
0: lot
2: less dark than the Fear Show, thank God. <sighs> I've lost so many people to cancer, I don't want to talk about it.
1: Okay, then stop. Yeah. It's going to get me. Maybe it's getting me right now.
2: It's going to get all of us.
1: Oh, Jesus. Oh, I, I, will...
2: I, I read a, I read a, a, a statistical like, um, study that they said basically humans are just cancer-creating machines. If you live long enough and nothing else kills you, cancer will.
3: I'm gonna get it at some point. Everybody in my family gets it, but everybody beats it. So I don't want to be the exception to that rule. But I've already set my self up that it,
1: it'll happen. Well, my parents have got a 50% success rate with beating cancer.
2: Cancer's one for one on my fam, my parents so far.
0: That's what Josh said. So uh, Joel, what no, are we doing? No, next? That's no, that's
2: not no. what I said. My no. dad survived. One, it's one for two with him.
0: What are we? What are uh, we? What are we doing next week, he says, trying to pull it
2: out
1: of this tailspin.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk about cancer. Too many, no, no. no. You know, that's and then we proceed
1: to talk about cancer for five minutes.
3: <laughs> next week, we are doing something kind of new. Um, we're going to talk about our favorite episodes of this show in the past year, between each of us uh, pulling out which ones we enjoyed. And then we're going to do something that's kind of along the lines of what we did last year. We're going to look talk about what we're looking forward to in the terms of remakes that will eventually be potential shows for us to do in 2018. Yeah,
2: is that going to be? I'm just. Are, are we getting like too self-serving, like talking about our own favorite shows? I don't know.
1: Now we we're just talking about all our medical problems. This is Dude, probably the wrong time to answer, answer that. self-serving do you wait, want, We just man. did a whole
2: show about ourselves. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so, yeah you, if you, you, you're gonna you're gonna love it.
1: If uh, you have a diagnosis for anyone. Yeah, especially me and all my mystery symptoms, you can give us a call at 708-NOW-RAP. That's 708-669-9727. Right. I
2: already know I'm depressed. Don't bother calling in for that. Yeah. iTunes,
0: Blueberry, Stitcher, TalkShoe, Podverse FM, and all that shit, you know.
2: But if you got a prescription of morphine, call us.
0: Yes. Because God knows we need morphine, because I haven't talked to Papa Smurf in years.
3: He misses you, dude. He does. He's a good guy. Really
0: was, man. Sure as weed. <laughs> doctor,
1: no, that doctor. Was me, Mike.
2: That was me. I'm that not was... Papa Smurf.
1: Oh, my God. You're Papa Smurf? <laughs> doctor, doctor. Give me the news. I got a bad case of being blue. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. That so... sounded a lot funnier in my head. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's, that's awesome.
2: <laughs> it was clever, but not funny.
1: Yeah.
3: We just shit out a hundred dollars.
2: We can't eat cryptocurrency. Uh,
1: <laughs> but yet they can't <laughs> stop talking about it.
2: <clears throat>
4: <clears throat>
2: and now I'm just imagining like, like a zombie <laughs> doing CrossFit. <laughs> 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 Speaking of things that people don't shut up about, you know. Zombie just flipping tires. <laughs> what the fuck?
4: <laughs> doing a horrible
1: push up, uh, pull right? up. <laughs> but not fast.
4: <laughs>
1: Abs.
4: <laughs> oh, wow, that's awesome.